0: After 84 years, the Rebellion has returned! After the jump. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Kenobi!
1: Rebellions are built on hope.
0: You are part of the rebel alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, a podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star. All about the Star Wars. I am your rogue leader, electrifying force sensitive, native to Niamos, Thomas Carter Rochester, and I am joined by the greatest minds the rebellion has to offer. Up first, our master of chaos and pod racing enthusiast, King of the Hoth. The Kleinfelt.
2: Hello. Um, it's, it's been a while. I've got a couple notes. First note, I want to apologize to all the listeners. I am playing with a broken wing today. I am, I am, I don't know, like Kobe Bryant in the whatever playoffs. He's got a hurt foot, but he's going to go out there. He's going to give it a shot. Um, earlier this morning, sitting in my parents' living room, I'm house sitting. And I had an apple fritter. Love me a good apple fritter, but I bit my tongue and oh my gosh like it's bugging me it is bugging me second note jack what's that blue liquid that you're drinking
1: blue liquid yeah uh, you drink, you drink is it blue it's this thing called agua uh water that's not water there's it blue is. in there it's a florida cup <laughs> so there's blue oh, colors okay. like on the outside never mind never Come mind on.
2: i saw him pick it up in the intro and i'm like what the heck is that it looks it's blue look i got a in blue to my house. there we go straight from straight from the the titty just like Luke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's that green milk. That's the you know green I'm, milk. Uh, right.
2: Sorry, sorry. Are they canonically uh, different? Like, can I ask that? Yes, yes, they okay. are.
1: They are at Galaxy's uh, Edge. They're... You can get sorry, Thomas, your cute natives and Anakin' favorite Padawan, Jacksonville pew 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 pews at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Twat. You can get either blue milk or green milk. Um, I Do think I got I got, I got blue. I don't know. I only got blue milk because I'm poor, but. Mm not poor enough to go to galaxy's age
2: i could only go get Wait, one beverage in. i the take Disney that way. back
1: it, it was a birthday present so i didn't have to pay for anything oh, it, well you. the ticket but uh yeah hey guys uh definitely been a while for me because we missed last week and then i missed the week before i think i don't, uh, what's I don't remember. what's been going right on either.
2: i feel like we haven't talked in so long it's, dude
1: it's been busy i um I found where I guess we found my fiance and I found some moldy, mildewy areas in our apartment, oh. um, and, and items as well. We had to throw some stuff out. We had to get new nightstands a new bed frame, which I put together this morning with my dad. Did we it had to fled? go? What happened? No, it's so it's just oh, I don't know. I guess there was. Here's what it was. We had been turning the AC off quite a lot because I mean it's also oh, was just so when, like. Humid. Damp, I guess yeah human moisture in oh the air God. but like we've been running fans and like especially like when we shower went out we run that little vent um in the bathroom so I don't I don't know why it was so bad but it we had to do a lot of cleaning and we had to move out to my parents house to feel like safe if you will for a while Mm -hmm. so it's been hectic but doing that working um trying to find time to enjoy myself went to the beach today as did thomas um he got a lot more tan than you guys so much (laughs) it's been beautiful (laughs) and Jack. i don't know about you thomas but um thomas how have you been
0: i'm good man it's been it's been a long time i don't even remember how to pronounce jack honestly you're looking svelte
1: svelte.
2: i
0: will say like you you've got a you've got a glow yeah about you you. I didn't know what that word meant. So I appreciate teaching me something today. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I've been good, like, man. I don't know. Just like looking good. Okay. That, yeah. I don't know. Like that Asian sure. Uh I am. <laughs> uh, shout out that guy, Benicio Del Toro. I've been good, man. It's been, I've been working a lot. My nose is actually peeling already because I've been sunburnt the last five days from work. Because the sun uh, at one job kind of reflects off the water because I'm that close to it. And it sucks. Uh, if you're a pale ass skinned human being like I am. So, um, but yeah, it's been good. I've been doing a lot of work and a lot of other areas than just my day job. Uh, I got some voiceover auditions to do. Got some hey, travel hey. coming up next month. Nice you know what I'm saying. Got a lot of fun stuff. I'm going to miss two episodes of Armando review. And I'm really upset because I'm pretty sure they're going to fall on big episodes. So big <laughs> sadness just for you, uh, Thomas. Yeah, it's going to be some shit, I, I assure you. Uh, but, yeah, man, things are good. Things are good. Things are great. My skin is a little burned. so that sucks. Klein, why aren't you going outside? You have all that snow on the ground. It'll give you a beautiful tan.
2: No, it's, it's gross. We, I thought spring was maybe here. It was, like, nice and warm recently. But there's snow on the ground today. It's freaking cold. It's just mm. I'm not – i'm i'm done and working from home now it's nice because i don't actually ever have to leave the house but i look outside and i would like to look out there and see sunshine and people in sundresses and i don't know kids on the grass playing tennis but i do love wearing sundresses you're right yeah dude sun sun i will say sundresses and rompers are like two pieces of like clothing that i mean you can wear whatever you want but i'm gonna say like generally females wear like these two articles of clothing that like i wish that i could wear yeah they just look very comfortable yeah and
1: they look they look fun too it's like the best of everything especially the romper like it's all one it's all like one deal Clint, it just looks it's so crazy you bring that up because i never really like thought about it but yes like i, 100% I know percent agree and it looks they always are like they're never
2: like super tight or anything they're always like nice and like they got some flow to them you can move mm-hmm. around in it you don't have to worry about picking like oh does this shirt match with this pant it's just it's all yeah. one unit so it's all there yeah i have no sense of fashion it's so bad yeah, it's like graphic tee, <laughs> jeans, hoodie. Like that is the climb yeah. look. Like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, hmm, do I, I want to wear the X Men t shirt or the Batman t
0: shirt today? And that's tough. That's a tough choice. I know. <laughs> I yeah, I've got a lot of different. Uh, I have. I'm I'm good I feel with like you fashion. Have yeah, you have more style. Yeah, you have more style than us. I have. I just uh got a jc Penney's card in the past couple months, and I mm. bought solid a full suit and four night blazers and when i I say say have say I have a really
2: nice suit uh, that i like i've got a nice like blue suit that i'll wear on my wedding day that is like i bought it and it is it's good
0: sick mm-hmm. i just got a uh, a silver uh dress jacket and it goes great with all black it's just it pops and guess what it's shiny Refra- reflects the light talking mm talking that good good it reflects the light up to my face for those good photo shoots you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh, God. highlight all those wrinkles exactly yeah i'm definitely <laughs> super not an old man who accidentally hit send in our twitter in our twitter <laughs> chat today <laughs> that was funny <laughs> i felt so uh, old when i did that i was like send shit instantaneous sadness but on today's show we are going to cover, honestly, on today's show, we're going to do the... we do a bit of, of everything. North, the Bad Batch yeah. and Amando Primer, and we've already talked about what's going on. So let's go ahead and jump right on into our Klein flagship topic. Boop, boop, boop,
2: boop, exclusive. Rooka, 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 rooka. That's the best
0: yet for the Bad Bad Season (laughs) 2, Episode 9 and 10, The Crossing and the Retrieval. Klein, take it away. So uh, not as
2: in-depth as usual for this because we have a lot to cover today. Um, Jack, have we talked to you about the last two episodes? Did you watch the last – you watched the last two episodes. Oh, yeah. They were very good. I will say they were very good. Um, We'll do general spoiler-free thoughts on these two episodes to start because I feel like even though they came out – in two different weeks we missed last week but it's kind of nice that we missed last week because Mm -hmm. they're kind of a like a duology like if they had come out on the same day which i mean many of us watched them literally an hour ago uh (laughs) so to us it was all kind of the same story but they kind (laughs) of blended together really nicely so we'll get what do you think thomas of these two episodes your spoiler free general thoughts of these two here
0: is the bad batch back no like I, <laughs> wow jesus christ i can't even get through my thoughts dick. uh honestly i loved these two episodes because of what they did like i you know the first whatever episodes of this season i'm like okay cool whatever i like the narrative i like a narrative storyline plot so having what narrative uh oh, you know, they go mining and then the ship yeah. gets stolen, okay. and then they have to get okay. the ship and then they save the mine. That's a that's a single narrative, just yeah. like Clone Wars. You're upset that they had a narrative plot. We're gonna get feisty. The sun has made me angry today. Oh my god. The sun god Ra has empowered me with yeah. infinite lightning and, and such, but I really enjoyed uh it, it felt more in terms of storytelling like rebels instead mm. of one-off episodes which you know i don't like bottle episodes as a as at all, honestly even in other shows like community they'll have a really good storyline going for a couple episodes and they do this really weird bottle episode but the best thing about those is abed is like oh we're doing another bottle episode okay let's do it uh bad batch doesn't do that and in these two episodes i really enjoyed there's a lot of stuff that I really did enjoy. Like Tech seems to be growing up for once. He seems to be kind of learning, which is weird because he always knows everything. Um, Omega is doing Omega things, and I really did feel like we had some Clone Wars energy with Mako, that whatever the hell he was. Um, I-, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this a lot, and I think I'm the only one. Jack, Jack, spoiler-free you?
2: thoughts.
1: Uh, I thought they were good. Um, I mean, like nothing crazy. I do agree with Thomas in the sense that I I liked maybe not the plot that much, but like the story for the characters and whatnot and some of the arcs. I agree about tech. Um, some of what we got in these episodes is what I wanted from season one in the sense of actually exploring individuals within the bad batch and their mindsets mm-hmm. on certain things or just like you know where they're at mentally with whatever situation or context that they're in um but there's also other things within this ep- within these episodes that i that just it still doesn't work for me um i'm not always invested in i i still can't really put my finger on why like particularly with the plot of some of these episodes this season and in season one it's like like I feel the Clone Wars energy that Thomas is talking about and the Rebels energy, but like for there's just something that's still missing for me. And maybe we can dive into more of that when we get into spoilers. But Klein looks like you're the lowest on these out of the group. What what you think?
2: I'm I mean, I guess I yeah would technically be the lowest. I'm with you, Jack. Like I think that it they're good, um, but like I feel like it's a, I feel like a broken record at this point. Like this show sure. just isn't. It can be so great, like the last like last yeah, two episodes those before were this. Awesome. Um, and for me, I think the thing that I've been trying to figure out, like, what is it about like the Bad Batch as a whole that I just don't think I really like the Bad Batch, like I, I, the characters themselves. And you bring mm-hmm. up Clone Wars and you invoke stuff like that, and I think the reason that that works, that series worked so well for us. And it had moments like this and same with rebels had moments like this was the characters in that those series. I think that I personally connect with a lot more and cared about a lot more. Sure. I mean, Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi, like those are like huge names or whatever, but I'm speaking more like Ahsoka and the crew of the ghost and, and stuff like oh. that. And I just don't really care about the Bad Batch or Omega I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like, okay, and it's. I see you're you're getting all huffy and puffy, Thomas. No, no, i <laughs> it's shock, not. that I don't like care you, about Omega. Yeah, I just, that's
0: like your favorite.
2: Omega, Omega. I don't. Yeah, know you've been singing her praises until this season. Well, I just I feel like they aren't really giving me a reason to want to buy in at all, and there's never any stakes. I feel that. Like yep. it's never. Mm in this in this like i mean we'll get into it very briefly but like spoiler free there are moments in these two episodes where they're showing us like oh my gosh like you should be scared like you should be sitting on the edge of your seat and there's just no precedent for me to like want want to care or want to be worried it's like i at no point am i like oh my god is omega going to die how are they going to save her like it is just like and then the and everything just happens in this show so Conveniently and very like for the sake of happening, like the like the the like we talked about Mako very briefly. Like the way that he ends up going out is very just like okay, like it's he he just kind of falls over. Yeah, um, yeah. It, Everything in the show just feels, and we saw it in was it the Temple episode, the kind of Indiana Jones esque episode where there's yeah. like oh my god, they fell in a pit, but you immediately know you're like there's no there no one is ever in any danger here.
1: Yeah, and it's it's funny you say that, Klein, because there are there are moments in Clone Wars and Rebels where you have like a villain that's like has like really no importance or just goes out in a dumb, stupid way. But for whatever reason, I don't care when I'm watching those shows. Like, it doesn't bother me as as much as it does in this one. I think it's what you said. It's you're just not invested. And I think maybe for for me, and maybe for both of us, Klein, Thomas, maybe you as well. I just I don't think the writing is as strong no, i don't think it's i mean strong. there are certainly elements there like that that have been present in other shows and 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 there are there are strong elements but it's just overall, maybe it's i just need to go back and
2: easily. watch clone wars but i don't remember moments like this in clone wars where maybe very early on but some of the better clone war seasons i don't remember moments of like where at the end of every episode, it is very evident that they're going like, hey, guys, like, here's what we learned today. Like, you can be anyone <laughs> in the galaxy or like change is OK. Like, it just feels very it <laughs> like it just feels very like, hey, look, like, here's the lesson. Um, yeah. Which doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel real at all. Like this feels like a TV show, whereas I think some of the other characters in Star Wars and some of the other animated and not and live action series as well feel real like they feel like a world that actually exists. This feels like a like a like a television series.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Should we do okay, spoilers? spoilers. Let's dive
2: into spoilers. Let's do it. Um so I'm just gonna get, run through both episodes because they are very connected. We can stop and chat about things as we go. This is a little more abbreviated than usual. Episode nine, as Thomas kind of mentioned, is about the team. They're on a planet They've been sent there by Sid. She's bought a mining shaft. They're mining and their ship gets stolen. That's kind of the, if I was to distill the whole episode of so nine into one thing, it is that within that they go on a bit of an adventure. They get stuck in a mine shaft because of a storm. They endure a stampede that reminded me very much of the lion King. Sorry, David Thompson. And um, they kind of have heart to heart moments because as we last saw the team, They said goodbye to Echo and everybody is kind of dealing with that in different ways. The main crux of this episode obviously is the ship gets stolen. We don't know by who and Omega and tech kind of have the moment of the episode for me here where they are stuck in this mine shaft. They can't get out and they talk and we get the very, Hey, change is okay. Omega says we're not a team we're a family. And like we get all of that
1: and they let out their emotions. Yes, Jack. Okay, I do want to stop right here because yeah. th- this is where like I'm just conflicted on this show because the heart to heart that you're talking about. Yes, I really liked it, and I actually thought the writing was really good. I was, I was, I was really intently watching and listening to that because I was like, okay, how while are they gonna do and, this while, yeah, while a driving? while driving. Yes, while 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 so driving. Faced. So safe. I was at a red light. Um, I was really. <laughs> oh my, that does not make it any better. I was <laughs> like, invested here. I was listen. I was invested here, and I liked what they did. My problem with the setup in this episode, two things. Number one, part of the whole, I guess, plot or even just character story of this is that Echo is gone and they're not working as well as a, as a team and, and they're struggling. They're the dynamics are not machine. there. Yeah. And I'm like, nowhere in the Bad Batch, the show The Bad Batch, have I ever thought that Echo is somehow a crux yeah. of the team. And, and, and maybe if it was any other character, the, the exact same result would happen. But Echo even says it in this, or not Echo, um, Tech says it in this episode. He's like, look, Echo wasn't here when we started and and he he won't, he's not here when we're finished or, or whatever he says. I'm like, yeah, so like, what's the issue? Like, I just don't believe that you guys would struggle this much without Echo. I, I, I just didn't buy into that. Thomas, real quick, my other problem with it was when their ship got taken, I did not care. If that was the ghost, even in season one, if that was the ghost in Rebels. I've been like, oh my god, no. Like that's I like didn't realize it had a name. I didn't, didn't say either. the name. They're like, oh, the, if
2: took the Marauder, and I was yeah. like, Oh, I oh know yeah, that? I guess that's called. Yeah.
1: So oh. I was just like, I don't like, I wish I felt with Omega here that their ship and their home is gone. But I was like, I just don't, and I wish I did. Thomas, please go ahead. <clears throat> the thing with the echo situation is the Bad Batch has always had
0: five plus Omega, right? They had crosshair going into order 66. So then they get echo Blues cross They still have the same amount of numbers. So it's a numbers game. And they mentioned like without echo, you know, we, Oh, well not staying here alone because you know, we need you. We need two lookouts without echo gone. We need all the help we can get. And that's kind of the real, that's what I took it as like the real issue without yeah. echo is numbers, only numbers.
1: I, I get that. Because I, I felt that while watching too, it just I just didn't buy it um, because it, it wasn't just the number thing. It's just like they were getting they were frustrated with each other and and like I mean Tech has an attitude in this episode. Let's let's put that oh, yeah. out there. He and and again, what I like about that is we are progressing the character of Tech forward because you can tell he is affected by these things happening, which I like because I feel like they didn't do that in a lot of previous episodes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just it, it's. This was the thing where like, I like a lot of what they're doing here, but I'm just not buying into it.
2: Yeah. I think I, I see, I see where you both are really coming from. Um, But it is, it feels very, oh, now we have to do this. Like it feels very tacked on, not tacked on, but that they're, I don't know that they were almost writing this as they went, which I guess has maybe happened, but it, it just, it felt like, unearned any of this unearned. Uh, i i completely forgot that echo was gone until it got brought up (laughs) uh, to to be honest but (laughs) and they end up anyways they end up getting out of this cave they blow their way out they're looking for this mineral called ipsium which is going to come back in episode 10 as well they get out they head to a spaceport call sid and sid's kind of like sucks to suck i was like damn you're stuck there um so that sucks and then that's where we leave episode nine um and then it picks basically immediately back up in episode 10 the team they're still stuck storm gone they've obviously i guess spent the night because it's daytime now they're trying to fix the speeder and all of a sudden omega goes wait gonky we could try and track Gonky because they're trying to track the ship. They couldn't track the ship, but Gonky is on the ship. Their droid. So she does that, and we get to see... When she does that, we get to see who has stolen the ship. And guess what, guys? It is Spider-Man, also known as Benny, played by Yuri Lowenthal, who plays Spider-Man in the Spider-Man PlayStation oh, game. Oh, cool. And immediately I was like, hey, that's <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> um, and this kid basically... His name's Benny, and he works for this weird crime boss dude named Mako, uh, which as a video gamer, I thought, oh, Mako, like Final Fantasy 7 which is a weird energy that they're harvesting from a planet, Final Fantasy 7 and it's a whole eco-terrorism plot. And I'm like, interesting. And I was thinking about that for the rest of the episode. But anyways, Mako is mean. It's- he is bad. Um, And he is basically has this mind... And the mine shafts have been depleted, he's told them. So things are not going well. He's not paying people well. He's eating good. But um, Benny thinks that stealing this ship is going to get him the top earner for this cycle. And it, we find out later that it doesn't. Anyways, the batch, they locate Gonky. and they head his way into this mine shaft owned by Mako. And they enter into the belly of the beast. They meet up with Benny and they strike out on a mission. We're going to do this, we're going to basically get their ship back they end up getting to their ship. They kind of go Mission Impossible down this, like, vent, ventilation shaft. Uh, They get to their ship and realize, oh, no, there's a ray shield. We need to get rid of that. So Benny and Omega say, we'll do it. We'll go and we'll go and save you guys. Sit here and I forgot to mention they were uh, Mako's people were taking apart the ship. So they've got to kind of put things back together. Luckily, they didn't get too far into that. So the batch stays behind to fix the ship. Benny and Omega go to disable the ray shield. Benny turns on Omega, alerting Mako to his presence or to their presence. Shocker. Uh, They show up. They take Omega captive. They um, point guns at the Bad Batch, right? They show up at the Bad Batch as well. Then they end up out on this bridge. Um, There's a whole showdown mako's got omega hanging out over this ledge at no point did i think oh my gosh omega's gonna die um but they want us to feel that way and anyways it is a revealed for some reason benny just walks in and goes hey these mines aren't depleted you've been lying to us mako you've been taking the profits on the side and mako's like Urgh. like he's all upset he has some <laughs> bullshit about like things are different for everyone in this galaxy blah 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 um and then the people turn yeah the there's a bit of a revolt which you don't really i thought it was a revolution like, i thought it was going to be a lot more like that i thought it was gonna be like we freed the slaves like the end of indiana jones 2 like <laughs> 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 the kids are taking everyone over yeah, and, but yeah. no it is not that at all um mako basically kind of fumbles like and falls off this bridge (laughs) and benny grabs him and then mako like it's like says something very weird to him and then falls in the pit and benny lives and that's kind of it we get a speech from omega at the end yes omega talks to benny at the end and says like what are you going to do? And Benny says, well, I think we'll just continue mining Ipsium. Cause that's pretty good for us. And she's like, you can be anyone in the galaxy now. Like you don't have to, like you can be who you want to be. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. And I'm Yay. kind of sitting here going, what did we, I don't know. What, what did we accomplish here? How did we move anything forward? I guess we freed these people. Coming off the last two weeks, uh, okay. I thought we might get some truth and consequences. Um, but what did we think about episode ten, Thomas? So, uh, first
0: off, this should have been titled "Benny and the Batch." I think that, that would, have, would been have been a much been more fun great. episode be title. Benny and the Batch. Now. No. the
1: fact that, that both of you, you guys went do, there. Do, 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 you know, do, that do. was like, I had something. When I said it should be a song, I had something on like on my brain. I couldn't put my finger on it. And then you guys come in with that. It's ben like, a. yep, a. that was it. Benny. <laughs> Benny. 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 Benny.
0: And the patch. So I really enjoyed uh, I enjoyed how they showed Mako's a bad guy instead of telling us. That's very opposite of what they normally do. They hmm. even like, tell us some shit instead of showing us. Uh, and it's really early on he's just like almost disturbing
2: the soup scene when he gives everyone like he's like oh sorry benny you're not the top earner he gives it to drake which i laughed i was like i looked up i was doing something really quickly i was like writing a note and he said drake and i'm like wait and i looked i thought i was gonna actually see like musical superstar drake oh my god (laughs) but it was (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ uh but then he has like 40 people like He puts another bowl of soup on the table and like 40 people all come in with their spoons. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I always feed my crew. Yeah. Like
0: wild hogs. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, That was another thing. And then, you know, honestly, I don't for Benny and the, the, the (laughs) the the crew and the (laughs) mind, Benny and the miners, they didn't really have anything changed. There's nothing, nothing going forward with them, but I, they get the profits now. Hey, I think with the batch though, uh, they're going to, Potentially go out and stop more dickheads like Mako. That's kind of the vibe I got when she's like, Yeah, there are more people, there there are more enemies out there than just the empire. And I'm like, Yeah, there are. Maybe you should help other people, you selfish clones. How dare you? I'm sorry, I'm just shitting on them right now because I got nothing better to do in my life. They're just like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Yeah, what the fuck did we accomplish? But I'm wondering if they're going to go now save some clones. And stop some dickheads that are taking over, you know, minds and beating children and making them fight each other for money. Looking at you, Worm Lady on uh, Corellia, oh, yeah, whose right. name I can't remember. I forgot about her. The oh, Light. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Proxima uh, Midnight. Yes. There we go. It's Proxima, Is though. It? So, lady Proxima? Okay. Is that something? Lady I think, Proxima.
1: I think that could be it. Um... My, this is, I don't know if this is like a nitpick or not, but my issue with this is that once Mako dies and the kids are like, yeah, we're all, we're going to split everything equally and everyone's going to like respect each other. Yeah. It's like, Bull, fucking shit. There's no, a power vacuum there's, there's, now. Yeah, there's going to be
2: somebody in this group who's going to be like, "Yeah, I really like that everyone is getting equal, but like, I want one more spoonful of right. soup than everyone else." And now it's good. We're going to be back to the exact same problem we were just in. This is when it's a Saturday cartoon, and and it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. I love because... the last line of someone yelling, "Hey, Benny,
1: it's feeding time!" <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> it would totally be Lord of <laughs> flies up in this shit. Like, the, the, like yeah. it would not just be all sunshine and rain. I can't now.
2: swim because of my asthma
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, where else was I going with that uh, I don't even know I mean I liked the economic theme of this if you will the rich versus the working class type of idea mm. um, exploring exploring the, like having a, a cartoon like this explore those ideas are cool I just yes Klein but here's the here's my thing about that is we just
2: got a better version of that we did in a little series <laughs> called Andor. And so seeing this all kind of wrap itself up in one episode and yeah and, and be put together in this way, coming off of what we saw in the prison break of it all in in Andor, I am kind of sitting here going like Did you guys not like I don't know talk to each it, other? And I, it, I they're
1: they are different for sure. This is something that, like, you could show, like, though... Uh, I mean, any sort of child. And, oh, and yeah. like, this would be a better entryway than something like Andor, where they probably... I don't yeah, think they would really be able to wrap their a little, heads around... Like, I think, yeah, there are some, there are some narrative
2: and tonal complexities yeah. and, <laughs> and symbology in Andor that <laughs> they might not be picking up as a right, first-grader. Yeah, right.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, as for the batch, I agree with Thomas. I, I think it'd actually be cool if this is, like... We're starting to see the batch kind of get more... Like, yeah, we we should be helping out. Like, basically do a little bit more. Like, maybe not to the extent that Rex and Echo are probably doing, but, you know, like, actually going around and helping people. That I think that would be a cool thing. Because, again, like, these episodes... Is that what I, you want, though? From this series? I don't... know. maybe not from the series as a whole, but I'd like it as a progression for the characters. Okay. Um, be, because, like, especially, like, Hunter, who we got mm. a lot of, like, character development with in the first season, hardly anything here... But like just kind of seeing them realize that the galaxy is huge and, and that these problems are there and that they can do something about it. I like that. But, yeah, I don't know if I really want them to go in that trajectory for like a long period of time with the actual show itself. Well, you mean like the last five episodes of season two? Episodes were – sorry, Thomas. You, I guess I was cutting out there a little bit. What would you say? I said, like, the last five episodes of season two
0: that are probably guaranteed?
1: Yeah, I I guess. I mean, it, the finale is a two-parter again? Well, the same as the mid-season yeah. finale? Yeah. so, I mean, may, maybe for the next few here, that's what they start going to do, and then I, maybe for the finale, that's when they start tying it back into, like, the Empire and Crosshair and the clones. Wait, and, so we're going to get a
2: two-part like finale and a Mando episode on the same day.
1: The I oh Yeah, I that's guess. a lot of That's Shit. a lot
2: a lot of star
1: wars speaking of mando shit everyone kind of get their thoughts out there anyone want to say anything else about this before we move on to the rebel report
0: yes i mean we We have metamorphosis next all right Mm -hmm. so
1: it sounds like maybe a butterfly
0: absolutely she's gonna flap her little wings and you know, go off to Candark or or something like that. Uh, Metamorphosis is the next, then the outpost, then Pabu, then Tipping Point, then the finale. The I can tell you finale. right now, Pabu
2: is going to be is going to make Jack and I mad. I don't know anything about this show, <laughs> anything about this <laughs> episode, but I can tell I you right wait, now, though. whatever it is, it's going to yeah. be another one of those like it's not pod racing, but it's death racing like
1: I, now that you said that though I hope it's like the opposite it's like oh. one of these like they're like, gonna what join was it? a folk band episode 3 and- of this <laughs>
0: dude oh
1: um
0: yeah so I'm I've, I've been predicting shit off of these titles for a while now and I'm still sticking to metamorphosis is when shit goes down with Sid we just got another mm. big one we helped you and she's like yeah you did but I can't Looking help you I'm tied Sykes, up man.
1: yeah so she's it's like she's coming back at some point.
0: I know no, that. that's not Wanda Sykes. Sid is, uh, no, I know. No, I'm, what I'm just saying, so, I'm saying, bring uh, back Wanda Sykes as uh, well. Come oh, on. you want, wow, she's so the better, she's feed. the better Sid.
1: Ooh,
0: wow, I love the turn you've had on this one, Klein, on, on her specifically. Um, but before we get out of here, let's rate these two episodes <laughs> out of five. Bad <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we forgot too, I think, last week. So, last 16, days I have ago. mine.
1: I have let's mine. go. Let's go, Jack. wait, what's the what's the rating? Bad batchers? Is that five bad Out batchers. of five bad batchers. Out of five. Um, the episode nine, I'll do three out of five bad batchers. And episode oh, ten, man. I'll do two and a half out of five bad batchers. I'm going to take those, turn them upside down, and flip them. I'm gonna oh.
2: have a two and a half on episode nine wow. and a three on
0: ten. See now you guys are making it hard because I'm in They get a half troll, point.
2: So. The episode ten gets an extra half point
1: because of the Temple of Doom facsimile mm. like
2: the similarities between the two
1: i liked the um not just like the the tech and omega stuff i i i really did enjoy that but also the animation of like when they're in that like cavern in the water yeah. and everything yeah. I, I thought that was that beautiful. felt oh, very avatar
0: yeah it did actually cool. it was very sexy uh i'm gonna give three across the board cool uh, because the animation in the crossing mm-hmm. i like that that just wins the episode for me that. And of course, you know, the stampede. I mean, <laughs> down, it ha- down
2: as it was happening, I'm like, record. this is down to the straight point of up record. Lion King. In it. this valley. And I'm like, it's the same color rock. It, the ground yep. is rumbling. <laughs> Did they just take animatics from over here and like turn it into bad batch animation? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I really love that. So that bumped it up for me. And then retrieval. I enjoyed the story and the show, not tell. So I was going to call it three across the board for both together. So I guess I'm just going to be lazy and call it three for each it. I dig it. With that, we will end our flagship topic. Part one. And we'll head on over to the Rebel Report news, 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 Are we just
2: done with the pre-produced? Like, yeah. no, like- Thomas is just <laughs> nailing this shit right
1: now, <laughs> <laughs> live on air. <laughs> wow. And guys, we have a lot of news because we missed last week. Um, so there, there was a lot of copying and pasting going on, to say the least. Um, starting off though, big news. Big news. Star Wars' next movie has gotten an announcement update. A new report from the Hollywood Reporter explored how Disney is rethinking its current franchise output from Marvel and Star Wars. Within that said article, the outlet noted that Lucasfilm is expected to unveil its future movie plans for the Galaxy Far, Far Away at its Star Wars Celebration event which will take place in April in London. Among the big screen projects currently in development is a post-sequel trilogy flick from Watchmen writer Damon Lindelof, as well as a mysterious project from Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi. However, THR adds that while Lucasfilm may ramp up its content output, it will have to abide by the same fiscal discipline as the rest of the company. Guys, Star Wars movie? Is it happening? Uh, Klein, we'll go to you first.
2: I'm going to uh, summon the spirit of David k thompson i don't know what his middle name is and say guys it is happening star wars movies are back enough of this streaming as much as i love this streaming um i just it's it's actually happening and if this report from thr is to be believed it's happening soon like that they're going to actually put instead of this here's blank director in the star Wars universe, like, or this writer is doing something. They're actually very likely. I mean, we don't know. This is obviously them just saying, Hey, like they will be there with movie stuff. I think we're going to get a title and a date for something. And that is very exciting because right now it is just so nebulous. And so Mm -hmm. putting something there, putting something on the calendar. So we, you Jack, and thomas and me and david and everyone in the star wars world can open up our calendars and we can go whatever december 12th 2025 and circle it and write a name in there and i can't wait live production meeting very quickly yes star wars celebration april in london tom drew lives in good old london town i'm thinking we bring him on we leave this
1: in the podcast and now he has to come on. <laughs> that would be sick. I've never been on an episode when he's also here. So, so Are you'll you be the sick same that day now? is what I'm here. Yeah, hearing. I was about to say, like, we've never seen the both of you in the same room. I've seen us both in the same room because we had an article that we wrote together one time. But, um, but yeah, I okay, guess we show Superman that <laughs> Thomas, before, sure. before I get your thoughts on this, by the way, um, another project that's I'm pretty sure in development because he responded to the report, um, Sean Levy is yeah. making a Star Wars movie as well. Yes. Um, Deadpool 3,
2: so, Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, there's another big free one. Guy free and Guy and the Atom project. project. Oh
2: my God, Free Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I took, remember the Star Wars cameo in Free Guy?
1: No, because I never saw it. Okay, well, there's what a the light. F- f-
2: he pulls, there's, just go watch the final fight scene where he pulls out oh. a, is it Thor's hammer and a light I know lightsaber. it's a... No,
0: I, he, it's, it's the shield, Hulk hands, the, cap shield, yes. uh, Fortnite llama thing, and then the ah, lightsaber. Yeah, and then he goes, "Yeah, I got a lightsaber." And then in the Atom <laughs> Project, that's a sci-fi movie, and then there's also a lightsaber-esque lightsaber. thing that yeah. he's got in there too.
1: Um, Thomas, though, are 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 you excited? Do you think it's actually happening? Is 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 this is this it? Are we that, here? That's Maybe the denied? movie.
0: <laughs> we saw one. We saw. Huh? It's about goddamn time that we're getting a report that a movie is going to be announced finally. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to get excited we are I'm, for this. And can I put on my, let me put on my David J. Thompson glasses really yeah. fast mm-hmm. and say,
1: I'll believe it when I see it.
0: Is it Jay? Is it mm-hmm. is it David J. Thompson? Mm-hmm.
1: David Jack Thompson? Is that, is that it?
0: It's not it. Oh, sad. I like this um, guessing game. Good luck. David guys. Jerome. I think it's <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> he looks like a Jerome. <laughs> Absolutely, that's it. Your winner. Uh, so, David Jerome Thompson, you know, he's not here to say it for himself because he didn't drink enough cigars and smoke enough whiskey. Flip those dyslexia. He uh, he's very much like cool. Like I don't even want to see it on a graphic. I don't believe it until it's in the theater. So, like, I'm kind of there. You know, he's I'm on the I'm on the show me a sizzle reel and then show me five more sizzle reels and then I'll believe it exists.
2: I'm just gonna Remember say Andor? if this is the 2025 date that they've been like they've had out there i'm just gonna say it right now so it say is it. on the record mm-hmm. the reckless rebellion crew will be in the same theater for this movie 1000 i don't know how i don't know like it's i don't know how it's gonna happen it is going to happen though it's true
1: i agree all of it we will make it happen
2: <laughs> i think it means klein flies across the continent
1: um, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe i go to atlanta
1: that, and then that could comes work there. That could work. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, but I really want to see Florida. I want to. I want to. See you Florida. just want to. See, you want to see all the crazy
2: shit that's can, going
1: on in Florida. We just
2: got go oh, to go see it and then go to It'll be Edge. Football Season, Jack.
0: We can go to a Jacksonville Jaguars game. <laughs> we can
1: hang out. Dude, dude, I'm down.
0: Wait, let me look into the future. You may use my uh, King devices. Jags Bills December 29th. So you better be. Oh, so I'm gonna be there for Christmas, is what you're saying. Cause this
2: movie's going <laughs> December 15th.
0: Oh, uh, then yeah, the 19th. I don't know how to read numbers across time and space. But we're all <laughs> gonna go to Galaxy's Edge too, because I've never been. Clients never been, so we should pop our cherries together. That's
1: not what I meant. That there are like Melu it. runs there, by the way. What mangoes? <laughs> oh! oh! I don't think you can eat them, but they're there. Oh, what <laughs> oh. the fuck, dude? I only wanna them. Well, maybe you can, I don't know. Um, I'll eat the there, styrofoam. It's fine. There is a drink there that apparently, like, I don't know if it numbs like your mouth yeah, when you it drink it, but like it tingles, but, like, it tingles like, and it's like it can be intense. Apparently, um, this is really cool. I I think it's definitely the Lindelof. This is really cool. Put it on the box. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. Was... Let me talk, Klein. Let me talk. Um, it's really cool. No, okay. Um, it sucks. Damon Lindelof is definitely his project. I think it's definitely going to be December 2025. They've been. Reportedly working their asses off on it, getting it written. I think that was like back in the fall. Um, they've maybe they've already cast it. I don't know. Um, mm. my, um honestly, my question with this is have are they gonna multiple movies or just the one? I think we get two. Yeah, okay. I was Thomas. gonna
0: say, I think we do get more than one. I I don't think one we of get them, three. I one
2: of them it'll be very like here's a graphic. I think the other one we might get like concept art. Like, I think we're going to get a little more of one than the other. I could see that.
0: Okay. I think I I thought, okay, fair. I, I I misread. I think we get three, two, we get good info and one, we just get a graphic and a date because that's, that's what they love to do. I wonder if that one
2: is like a a mind blowing one. I wonder if that one's like a Ewan McGregor is back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't think it's that, but I wonder if it is something like that Mm. where it's like a, Oh my God.
1: Mandalorian movie. Mandalorian
0: yeah. I'm going to call it a Darth Vader movie. Bro, stop. Starring <laughs> Hayden
1: Christensen.
0: And it's directed by Taika ATT. <laughs> That's the reason <laughs> I'm working now, on this whole
1: time. Now this is youngling slaying. <laughs> oh, too far, too far, too far. All right, guys. Moving on to some Mandalorian news. Um, the Mandalorian season four has gotten an exciting update from Jon Favreau himself. Speaking with French entertainment news program BFM TV Inside, got it. Um, the Mandalorian creator and showrunner Jon Favreau hinted at where they stand with season four of his flagship Star Wars series. With season three looming on the horizon, Favreau noted that he's written season four already, adding that he did much of the work on the fourth season during post production on the third. He said, quote, season four, yeah, I've already writ- I- I've written it already. We have to know where we are going to tell a fully formed story. So we had mapped it out, Dave Filoni and I. And then slowly you just write each episode. So I was writing it during post-production because all of it has to feel like a continuation in one full story. And then he, referencing Dave Filoni, he's doing Ahsoka, which I'm, I'm production with him, probably producing. in production with him. Uh, producing with him. Thank you. Uh, but he's the writer and showrunner on that. And so to understand what's happening on other shows or even Skeleton Crew, they all take place in the same Star Wars time period. So there's a lot more things that we have to keep in mind and stuff that we've built up to from previous seasons of The Mandalorian as well. This is in line with recent reports that filming for season four is currently set to commence in October with the search for prop, prop teams and pre-production crew being underway now. Um... Guys, I don't think this is like a, very much like that last little uh, segment there talked about. This isn't necessarily surprising, but it, it is exciting. I think, uh, Thomas, how do you feel about season four, of Mandalorian, already being written? Well, it's not the final. I think that's
0: important to note. That's come out. Yeah, sure, that's a different that's not quote. The final he season. said this
1: week, saying that it like yeah.
0: they've got
2: more planned, and he can see this going on for yeah. essentially yeah. forever.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, What I what I take the most from this is how intertwined it seems they're going to be Ahsoka, Skeleton, crew, Mando. You know, when we watched the book of Boba Fett slash The Return of the Mandalorian series, that was very uh, that was the first like Marvel crossover thing we've had with Star Wars, it seems. I get the feeling we might be getting a little bit more of these interweaving narratives Uh, And the next three, they're all going to be standalone, but they're going to have enough nuggets here and there that it'll pop in and out of different uh, series. And it'll kind of almost what the books are doing uh, in the High Republic. You'll get a note like uh, there's three books that mention this war going on. And then you get a whole book based on the war and then you get the aftermath of the war starting another war on another planet. And it's all like cavalcating. Uh, uh, Is that the word? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's leading all to this point in the story. And I think where they're leading right now is that big event movie that's going to be announced at Star Wars Celebration all about Thrawn. It's called The Thrawn Chronicles. (laughs) The Thrawn Thrawn (laughs) Chronicles. Thank you, Klein. Thank you.
1: Klein, to you, are you excited by this? Are you not surprised or are you surprised? How do you feel? I'm... Not surprised, um, but I am happy to hear
2: that it's it is this um, far along. I guess like if they're shooting next year, I think that the gap between season two and season three will be the longest gap that we get mm. between Mando seasons, at least until we hit whatever this culmination thing is. Uh, and Thomas, I agree with you that this is re- like this is the Mandoverse. Really, all we've gotten in the Mandoverse so far is two seasons of the Mandalorian and a book of Boba Fett, which basically was a chapter in the Mandalorian book. Um, so I think that the definite, the concept of the Mandoverse is really, really going to become evident as we get Ahsoka and skeleton crew. And it is going to feel very MCU where it is. This is all intertwining, even though star Wars is all intertwining at all times, because it is all in the same universe. This is going to feel even more so in that each project in this line of Favreau Filoni things is going to like be building on one another to get us to a point. Um, And that's exciting. So I'd say I actually wrote this article over on the direct and later in the article, I speculated about when we could see it. If they're filming by the end of this year, like there's a very real possibility. We get this series in that like book of Boba Fett slot next year which is crazy. Like we're just about to get three oh, yeah. and by the end of next year, we might get
0: four. So that's yeah. exciting to me. I agree with that. Uh, Cause I do remember while season two was premiering, they were talking about they're filming season three. They're filming something with Mandalorians and a guy in a helmet. And it was book of Boba Fett. And that mm-hmm. dropped about a year later. So that timeline works out well. And I really do. Uh, I believe you're right. I think. It's going to start being evident how it works but i want to look at andor rogue one a new hope and rebels and how there's there's kind of a concept there already in that you have uh you've got rebels just being designed by dave filoni and there's enough built up in there that you can tie to new hope and then it was sprinkled throughout Rogue One a little bit here and there. And now that Andor's come out, it's filling that universe and those threads and carrying them along in a different way. And I think what they're going to do in the Mandoverse is that, but streamlined just yeah, like the Imperial going to feel way instead more. Instead of like, little hey. threads and little, like,
2: oh, look, that's Wrecker in Rogue One. Like it is going to be almost like Ahsoka is Mandalorian season four. Ask, even though mandalorian won't be in it but like you, you know you know what i mean like it will feel way more like ahsoka is a mandalorian spin-off than rogue one is a rebel spin-off
1: if that makes sense yeah yeah i think so i think so i jack how do you feel i'm excited i, I again <laughs> i was posing the question because like i'm excited but i'm not surprised by this no. at all um so i mean favreau just seems to be like having the time of his life doing all this he loves
2: it you hear him talk like those other quotes he was talking about uh with it never ending and season three coming up Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing like you can tell that he is in his critic like like creative bag right now when it comes to and he loves getting to be able to work on star wars which is very cool because i think he was passionate about the iron man stuff and but i think he lost that after a while and i don't see that flame
0: burning out at all with star wars Mm -hmm. Because he's got full creative control, essentially, in this universe, this sector of the universe with Dave Filoni. Yeah, which,
1: he's got a guy like Dave Filoni with him, too. Which,
0: if you look at Iron Man 2, so they were rewriting the script, they also were, uh, he's having to add certain things and tee up certain elements, and it was he was talking about how difficult it was, and looking at certain directors and how they're like yeah i love it and then the next movie it's like you know it's really tough it's really tough here age of ultron right we're not going to talk about who that director was but he was being pushed to add certain things to set up certain things and it was really affecting the creative process favro does not have that issue here they're like do whatever you want you and filoni you're filoni favro ended up um so i think that it'll never end with that, Jack, we have like 18 more news stories. Let's uh, let's keep this ball rolling do. downhill, cavalcading,
1: if you will. Cavalcating. Uh, reminds me of Glass Onion. Uh, shout out to everyone who watched that movie. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a big one, guys. Big story here. Uh, Disney aims to reduce budgets of Marvel and Star Wars Disney Plus shows. After Disney's recent quarter one earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger spoke about the company's previous missteps in relation to pricing, chasing Disney Plus subscriptions, and reducing overall costs. Iger Iger emphasized the marquee brands and franchises of Disney. Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars were all mentioned, all of which were unsurprisingly acquired by Disney during Iger's initial 15-year run as CEO. He was clear in expressing his goals, quote, we have to be better at curating, unquote, all of the company's most popular brands in theaters, and on Disney Plus, the proof is in the pudding as Toy Story 5, Frozen 3, and Zootopia 2 were all recently announced to be in production. Additionally, Iger said that the budgets for projects on the small and big screens have gotten extraordinarily expensive. Um, he's not lying. With Black Panther: Wakanda Forever reportedly costing 250 million to make, and Harrison Ford's return in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny coming to a nearly 300 million price tag, 300 million dollar price tag the most expensive film in Lucasfilm history. That's wow. I, I did not know that a little bit of information. Um, when Disney plus first launched in late 2019 reports swirled that each installment of the Mandalorian had a budget of approximately $15 million. While Marvel sh- Marvel shows like WandaVision and Hawkeye would budget as much as much as $25 million per episode. Damn. It's unlikely these costs decrease for these franchise marquees, marquee series during the pandemic. This lines up with another sentiment Iger shared on February 8th about the desire to continually grow Disney Plus's subscriber count, but to be more judicious about how they do that. He wasn't shy that this mindfulness with streaming would also come with reducing the company's cost for its biggest brands, including Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar. Quote, we're going to look carefully at pricing. We're going to reduce costs, both in content and, of course, infrastructure. Unquote. Uh, he described the current streaming wars, wars as a global arms race. Subscribers... Um, and admitted that while the subscription count has become the leading measurement for streaming success, Disney might have gotten a little bit too aggressive in terms of its promotion. Um, I did cut a few things out of there just because there was just so much to dive into with it. Um, Klein, I'm going to go to you first. It doesn't just have to be related to Star Wars, but just like your overall thoughts on Disney's new approach uh, to streaming and, and and just to their big franchises.
2: Well, I don't think it's a Disney exclusive thing right now like i think that the Mm. entire film and tv industry this whole streaming balloon has kind of popped and in the last i would say 18 months in that all of these programmers disney netflix amazon paramount nbc like warner all these people were like we need to get in after netflix was seemed to be the bell of the ball when it came to streaming and Amazon prime had its thing going and stuff like that. They all jumped on the wagon and said like, we need to, we need to get that. We need to, it is going to make us a lot of money. And now they've realized, wait a second. It's, it's hard to make that money when you're spending just as much of it to fill this, like the services with content. Um, And so you see them getting creative by Netflix, adding advertise infused subscription models and, um this is just a disney solution to this problem is hey like we need like there's going to be a mass reevaluation across the entire industry and it's currently happening with disney and everyone that's i mean i hate to invoke the name of bad girl but this is why you see saw a film like bad girl end up getting cut because warner realized that right now it is hard when you're spending so much money on a blockbuster movie and then just putting it to streaming like it's you can't you're not making money on that. Uh, so I think that it sucks because we have talked about budget here a lot especially when it comes to the streaming stuff and the volume and and this and that but it is a necessary evil when it, uh, unless we just want Disney to, disappear because they yes they have a lot of money but the more they start to take from their pockets and in that in that bank account eventually it's going to be empty so i guess now do it now and then in the long term maybe things will get better but it's it is a it is it's a bummer and it's been interesting to see what iger's been doing since he retook that seat at disney because i think that oh yeah like there have been a lot of changes and it is not just Marvel and it's not just star Wars and it's not just streaming and it is not just big screen. Like it is every aspect of the business that he is having to look at. And, and some things were caused by the past regimes. Other things were just caused by the environment that the world finds itself in right now, financially, the world is not in a great place. (laughs) Uh, And Right now, content wise, the world is not in a great place when people had a lot of money to spend, like at the beginning of the pandemic, that is not the world we find ourselves in right now. And so you're just seeing, I don't know, like less and less people going out to movie theaters and maybe people now are reevaluating their Disney plus subscription and stuff like that. And so it's, it's hard. It's hard for people on the business end and it's hard for us as
0: consumers, but it's where we are. Thomas? I second everything Klein said, and I'm not surprised they're going this way. Um, Just because Chapek, man, made some decisions that were very questionable. And he seemed to be taking, it seemed to me like he was putting more money into the entertainment that you absorb versus the parks. And that's not how Disney makes money. Disney makes money through parks more than anything and then they just like oh well we have those money like we'll make some movies fine like whatever oh we'll buy fox it's no big deal uh so i'm very not surprised by this i am worried that he's only focusing on like on the franchise situation like mm. he's very pushy on that and that that worries me because i mean i'm not saying chapek did any different right i mean national treasure edge of history Highly recommend. It's a lot of fun. I really do enjoy the show. Oh, um, you're the only you're the only person who thinks that. How many people do you know have seen it? Not very many. So, what is the percentage? Is it one out of five? Oh, one out of ten? How many no. people? I think you're the only person I actually know who's seen it. So, what you're saying is it's a hundred percent been recommended to you. Glad I can do that math for you, Clyde. You're welcome. Can't deny those statistics. It's a great. It's a good show. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's not great, right? It's not great, but it is good and it's enjoyable and it ties into the movies just enough to make me go, hmm. And it also really feels like they're setting up a third National Treasure movie with Nick Cage. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen. Nick Cage doesn't want to do it as much as I would love it. I don't know, man. We'll see. Anyways, I think that going into the franchising of it all, like, who the fuck asked for a Toy Story 5? That's my biggest complaint here. Toy Story 3, the, the Toy Story trilogy, one of the greatest of all time. Then they made 4. 4 is fun. 4 is nice. Four's a, uh, yeah. 4 continues Great the epilogue. movie. right? I don't like it. But, like, why do we need a fifth? Who are we following? Please Just tell me that Toy Story 5 is about different toys. And then you might have me hooked because I'm starting to feel like land before time here. And I don't know if I need 14 toy stories. Klein, how do you feel about that single statement I just made? I, so I love land before time. Okay. Little well, yeah, like, I'm saying, but do on, we need 14 like, of
2: them? No, the it's, it is fascinating to be interested in the business of especially big screen movie making right now, because The only things making money at the box office, like the box office is, or big screens, movie theaters right now, it is like theme parks. It is people Mm -hmm. go to see the things that they love and know they love. And so that's why Tour Story 5 is being greenlit. That's the only reason is because it is going to get, it is guaranteed low risk is going to make money. It's probably going to make a lot of money when it gets scary is when you have situations like what's happening right now with Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania, Marvel studios is a, a known quantity of people. You would think no matter how bad this has been the case, no matter how bad or whatever your thoughts on the movie are, no matter the quality, people are going to go see a Marvel movie. And then you have what's happening this weekend where it dropped like 73% after this first weekend out. And so yes, Disney needs to lean on the franchise right now, franchises right now, because the look at the the new IP that they've put out in the last couple of years. Ordinary or well, not ordinary world, but it's a strange world, strange world. flopped. Like yeah. a disaster. And that's a new IP for them that just isn't working. And so that is like the only reason is because I know an IP sequels are gonna make more money than new things, unless the new thing is amazing um and even then who knows it's just less risk and that's why it wasn't just toy story Mm -hmm. it's not just toy story 5 it's inside out 2 and wait they um, announced that
0: oh no that's been in the works for a while hold on yeah yeah i'm gonna pull that and
2: and it's um frozen 3 was a part of that announcement do we need a zootopia 2 zootopia 2 is another I like one i really like one as well but it is just it's because putting that to like it, right now, the world oh is, my I keep saying it, oh and God. I probably sound like I'm rambling, but Zootopia. it's just, the world sucks yeah. right now. Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. I like it.
1: Zootopia. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look, That's. that's I think JPEG, JPEG fell into the trap of doing what Netflix was doing, which is just spend literally as much as you can on but streaming. I don't
2: think that, I, I do think, okay, so I don't want to be, I'm just playing David Devil's Advocate. Do it. I, I do not want to be, be like. I don't think yeah, that chapek was great no, no, in that no, no. position. No, please go. But I will say is that I do not think that that specifically with him spending all this money is just a chapek thing. I think everyone across oh, the industry yeah, no. was doing that. You like you saw it with with Warner before Zaslav and Nev came in, where it was like we're going to put out HBO Max and what are we going to do? We're going to spend money. We're going to greenlight a Batgirl movie. We're going to have all these. HBO Max series that are going to be there. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Boom, 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 boom. And now they're looking at it going, we have to cut
1: all of this. 100%. We just can't. It's not financially. It doesn't make sense. I agree. I think there's a lot of Disney things happening right now or like issues. And I think people sometimes rightfully so point the blame to JPEG. And other times it's other times it's that's not just a JPEG thing. Um, I, I just meant in the sense of, Exactly what you said, Klein. He fell into a trap that a lot of people fell into. And and look, again, he had to face the pandemic, like literally right when mm-hmm. he became CEO. And so uh, when you can't go anywhere, but you can turn on a TV in your house and, and put on Disney Plus or Netflix or whatever, like it, it's, it's understandable. Um, but you can just see Iger, he, he's backtracking is kind of the wrong word but they're course taking correcting. the necessary actions course correcting that well, there's the just a
2: lot point. of people like, there's so many stakeholders so, right it yeah, isn't like right. it, it isn't just like chapek could do something like we're going to put black widow out on disney plus it's going to be a like a premium charge you can watch it right now and he could do that because movie theaters weren't really open like they didn't have to mm-hmm. worry about the movie theaters and this and that but the thing that's stopping them and making a whole lot of money is because, Oh wait, like we have the movie theater chains that we need to appease. And we have like this stock, like this stakeholder and this stakeholder. And also we have the audience. So how do we make the movie theaters happy? The like the business people at Disney happy, the people like us, the audience is happy all at once. This is how we do it. It's franchise not like the toy story five. They're going to get the big money. Everything else is going to, we're going to draw back, um, budgets on everything so that the business people are happy, but the audiences are going to get recognizable things that they understand. So they're going to be quote unquote happy
1: until they're not right. It's just, it's, well, I can't imagine. Speaking of that, like of until they're not happy, that's really my only, that's my only complaint with Iger when he was CEO and it was particularly all the Disney princess Remake and not just prints out because they did Dumbo and they they did, the did but like the live action stuff. That's when I got like that was like because that was definitely an Iger thing. Mm-hmm. That I mean that started yeah. with him and I I got over that quickly, especially because it, it none of the them qual- have been good is the thing. Well, I think a few of them have been good. Name them. I like Jungle none of
2: them have been hits. Okay, Jungle Book was the that that was that was the initial. Beauty term. and the
1: Beast was a massive hit. Beauty, the Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast? It was a massive. I mean, critically, I mean, I yes. think it's like okay, financially. Okay, okay. I mean, but critically, it was still like 70-something percent. I mean, it wasn't like unbelievably like well-received. But that th- I remember that thing because, I mean, it took off at the box office. Thomas, please go. So to
0: kind of wrap this up, one thing that I do want to say is a good thing that I've seen from this whole course correction is it seems to be quality – Over quantity, not just in sure, in like you know, in the MCU, there's a lot of news that's come out, they're spreading things out, they're letting things breathe a little bit more, which is great. That is definitely what Iger does. Uh, one uh, that is an Iger move because I feel like Chapek was like, just get it out, like get it out, just drink, yeah, drink from the fire, do it, just do it, do it, do it, do it. And I like, whoa. We've seen the reaction to what happens with that. A B we did have a lot in the pipeline, so we had to get it out and get it done so we could continue the story. But I also think that budgeting wise, it's going to be quality over quantity as well. I think the reason that the dial of destiny is $300 million is I get this weird, uneasy feeling. There's a lot of CGI face correction on Harrison Ford, because I think we're going to get more flashbacks than we're anticipating. And It's not like his face is shaped the same after 50 years or so of, you know, uh, what year are we in? Yeah, okay. Most of what we know Harrison Ford of looking as, we'd call 1970s Harrison Ford. He looked pretty much the same until about, like, 1988. And then he looked like he's Mm -hmm. in his 60s or his 50s. And now he looks like he's in his 80s because he is. So there's a lot of different corrections and facial facial things that they're going to have to correct in that. I think that's where the budget's going. I hope that's where mm-hmm. the budget's going. I hope the budget's going in so he doesn't fucking get hurt and have to fall down so much, but you know, the story's on that. Um, but going Not forward, they to be tonkers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that quote. That was an amazing quote. Uh, but going forward, I do think even the budgets are going to be quality over quantity. 25 million an episode for WandaVision and Hawkeye paid off, I think. All things considered. But
2: did it, so but here's the uh, very quickly yeah. did it pay off In- for us the audience yeah it did oh, for yeah. disney i don't think it did because i don't think that disney plus and this like the subscriber numbers and stuff like that have been what they thought they could make money on like it, them being so they're putting all this money into stuff and it's great for us when it works, like the Hawkeye and the WandaVision and, and we're sitting there and Loki and we're sitting there going like, this is amazing. But then I don't think Disney's pockets are being lined as much as maybe they that, would have anticipated.
1: Klein, that's the thing. So it, it's all about what metric you choose. And I think Iger even brought it up. They focus so much on subscriber count rather than also saying, hey, the money we're making off of this is also an important number that we have yeah. to be concerned with and the money we're spending on it. And, and just to wrap up my final thoughts on it, I just get nervous and I kind of already said this, but I get nervous with the really leveraging all the franchises and the big IPs for Disney, because I don't know if creatively that's what I want from them, but at the same time, Disney's just at the place financially, just as a business where that's the moves they have to make. And it's probably going to work out because we're talking Toy Story, we're talking Star Wars, Marvel, if they take the, especially if Marvel starts taking some of those steps that they've that the reports have been talking about in terms of spacing things out, quality over quantity, as Thomas mentioned. I, I think this will work for them in the long run, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, moving on, guys, finally. Whew. Um, Sorry. Well, no, no, I'm glad we did it. I just, <laughs> look, it's just a lot of news. That's all I meant. But this one we can talk about very quickly. I don't, this one is not surprising at all, I think, to anybody. Um, the Ahsoka trailer, the Ahsoka show series on Disney plus uh, has gotten a trailer update. Um, A new rumor has indicated that the first trailer for Ahsoka is set to publicly debut sometime during star Wars celebration, 2023 in April. um, According to the Bespin bulletin, Uh, they wrote that the trailer for Ahsoka would most likely debut at star Wars celebration in April, but made sure to clarify that this was not a confirmation, just merely a rumor at this time um let's tie this into like, the
0: next uh, next story because that's, that's what very, i was gonna oh, say yeah go yeah. right into the next one good
1: point good point um because rosario dawson also gave a little bit of a release update again she's not the end all be all for this type of stuff but during an interview on today with hoda and jenna hoda and jenna hoda sorry um ahsoka star rosario dawson revealed a likely premiere date window for the upcoming disney plus series Uh, She explained that the show is probably going to come out in the fall, following the release of Haunted Mansion. She said, "Quote, Ahsoka, that's going to probably come out in the fall. We're going to have Haunted Mansion coming out in August. Um, This has been recently pushed up to late July. Did it switch, by the way, with the Marvels completely? The Marvels release
2: date? Yeah, it. They switched. They switched. Yeah. So Marvels is November now.
1: Okay, And and Haunted Mansion is now in July." Um, oh yeah, Mahani Mansion is set to release on July 28th So a release date for Ahsoka Between September and November Seems most likely at this point um, I, I'm going to get my thoughts out of the way The trailer, not surprising at all I, I thought maybe they would Push it out in March Just uh, to maybe focus a little bit more On skeleton crew during celebration But they're probably just going to do everything I think this might be one of the biggest Star Wars celebrations We've had in quite some time um, On the release date I was speculating more August and September. Now it could be September to November. My only, the thing that piques my interest with this is that skeleton crew for all intents and purposes is still going to be coming out this year. And if this is the case, if Ahsoka falls anywhere between September and November, my guess is skeleton crew gets that book of Boba Fett treatment and goes like the very, very, very end of December, like December 28th to the 31st. Um, But uh, Thomas, let's go to you first Uh, Ahsoka trailer update, uh, release update. What are we thinking?
0: About damn time on the trailer update. The release update, though, is very intriguing, as you mentioned, for the Skeleton Crew. Uh, Remind me, did Skeleton Crew film first or was it Ahsoka? Okay, Ah, Ahsoka Ahsoka was first.
1: first. But they did eventually go at the same time, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, I get a feeling Skeleton Crew does not make 2023. I'll say that. Mm. Uh, It just doesn't feel like a necessary reason to have like an eight episode, like an eight week Ahsoka series and then turn right around and give us an eight week Skeleton Crew. That's not enough time to breathe. That's not putting the, that's doing quantity over quality, I think. And not giving us the viewer space, pun intended, to breathe with these series um, unless the end of Ahsoka leads right into Skeleton Crew and it's like, we're on the same track.
1: of the Dino.
2: Um, I am, I mean, the trailer update is very, like that's, I think the easiest shoe in, I think, <laughs> I think that is, if I was to pick one trailer that was going to show up there, it would be that one. Um, because it is is supposed to come later this year. I'm trying to look, I'm like frantically looking. I wrote an article at the direct yesterday um, for Loki season two has supposedly been moved. And a lot of people originally thought it was going to go Loki, Ahsoka skeleton crew, and it is still going to, but Loki is going to be like much earlier in the summer. Oh, apparently it has been moved to like August. Or like September or August. So I think that Ahsoka is going to be like in the Andor slot. Mm. I think it's gonna go Loki, like She-Hulk slot, I guess, like mid-August into September. It's like I think it would finish like the September 20th. Then you can have a couple weeks off and maybe first or second week of October go right into Ahsoka. And I do think Skeleton Crew hits 2023, but I don't think it finishes in 2023. I'm with you, Jack. I think it's going to go into that Book of Boba Fett late December thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, all that every all these release timings are just completely up in the air now because Disney seems to just be going through everything and like reevaluating everything. Like there's right. like like on the Marvel side, like Agatha could be moved like 18 months. Like we have no idea. It could it could just be sitting there. Same with like Echo, we have no clue. It could come out this fall, it could come out next fall. Like we don't we don't know. Things are just getting moved around so much. So right now, I think as it stands, with all the rumors and hearsay that everything that's going around, I think Ahsoka is that fall, that premier slot. I think it is right around that where like the Mando or where uh, Andor, I guess, happened. I was going to say Mando season one, but Mando season one was even later.
1: Season two came, was it August, October? It was either it was either the beginning of October or very end of October. I forget which one. It was the but
0: end of October.
1: End of October? Because I believe A-
0: Ahsoka premiered the day after Thanksgiving. And that Thanksgiving. was episode yep. six, I believe. Oh, you mean ah- Ahsoka Five. showed up? Yeah, in the in the yes. episodes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. I
1: just I just watched that. So I think five? we're going to get okay. both.
2: Yeah. I think we're going to get both Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew by the end of 2023. I agree. Okay. And then that would make room for like the Acolyte around this time next year, maybe, yes. or like maybe no. a little later in
0: like May. The Acolyte is going to come out at the end of next year after the High Republic so? has ended. Yeah, it's it's two. Perfectly designed for the phase phase three of the so hybrid. Do Republic they have so this year? Right, that's a big can, gap. Can I, can I like,
1: disagree slightly, Thomas? Yeah, um, you can
0: it's America, so
1: they say. No, nah, man, I I only follow you, Thomas. Um, I I think Acolyte actually might be more of like a summer thing. Okay, next year is twenty twenty four. Got that? I Had to remember that. Um, yeah, I think Andor. For, I think that there was a report that came out and I, and I Oh, I forgot I, about Andor season two, but that's Andor supposed to be
2: 2020.
1: Two. F- they, four? They, so Is they're it? shooting for the same time in 2024 as um, they, so I guess like September, October f- that fall time, but mm. with Tony Gilroy, you know, he's going to want to make everything perfect. So it could go back a little more. I don't know. Um, but are you I, thinking I think the acolyte, it, I don't may seems a little too early. Okay but they are shoot they started shooting a, a while back i th- i think they could make it Where i think i'll okay. say may for the acolyte and then like okay late september again for andor season 2 got gotcha. it that that's fair that's fair i
0: i was saying late i was thinking more like october for acolyte cuz i thought that's when mm. uh season uh phase 3 ended but the middle of 2023 uh, excuse me um the late 2023 is when it's going to start the phase three of high Republic. And I think that's going to end sometime around the middle of 2024. So I'm guessing, uh, because that's pretty much the exact timeline of phase two was end of 2022, late 2023 ending or a middle of 2023 ending. So I think it's going to do the same thing. And then July, August, maybe, Is when I I could see premieres and then that'll lead into Andor, which Andor could get pushed later to lead into Christmas, considering how much of a hit it was. Could
1: don't know if that'll happen. I think no, but I agree. I think it could, and I I wouldn't be upset by it either. Um, yeah, I I like the way those schedules could shake out. Yeah, Um, speaking
0: of premieres, we apparently got a runtime. Is there truth in this?
1: Oh, yeah, rumor. There is, and I will explain why. Um, According to the reliable um, at cryptic4kqual on Twitter, who has shared accurate runtimes in the past, The Mandalorian's upcoming Season 3 premiere will be much shorter than many expect. Currently, it's reported that the installment will be 35 minutes and 16 seconds. This makes it the shortest premiere yet for any Star Wars project. The runtimes of previous Star Wars Disney Plus projects premiere episodes which include their core credits um can be found here <laughs> sorry i copy and paste this from the direct.com so sometimes i read it and it doesn't make sense but here we are um the mandalorian season one was 38 minutes and 46 seconds the mandalorian season two premiere was 51 minutes and 47 seconds i rewatched that the other day it's fantastic uh the book of Boba fett premiere was 37 minutes 39 seconds obi-wan kenobi premiere is 52 minutes 26 seconds and finally andor had 39 minutes and 9 seconds for its premiere um i think i mean 35 minutes compared to like 37 38 not much of a difference my concern with this guys is there are those credits at the end and they have all the artwork and they do tend to be long so we're really looking at what like a 30 minute episode premiere here i think and i'm like what is It could be less. It could be less. So with the
2: intro and stuff at the beginning, too. Mm -hmm. There's about seven
1: to eight minutes of credits. What could this episode... Like, do you... uh, I guess this is kind of like a mini intro to our Mando primer, but, like, what do you guys think... Do you think we're going to get some kind of more of, like, a bottle episode? Like, we got with Mando season two premiere where it certainly progressed characters and got us like reunited with everyone that we loved and uh, Boba Fett tag at the end. But like it, for all intents and purposes, it was a bottle episode on Tatooine where they take down the crate dragon adventure of the week and they're off to the next one. Do you think we're getting something similar here? Or do we, do we start diving into more of the Mandalorian stuff? He runs into more Mandalorians, Bo-Katan. W- what do you think we're getting with this premiere that would, it, and would it warrant what 28 to 30 minute episode, uh, Thomas? Let's go to you first i think we're going back to navarro uh that's like the
0: main thing we've seen other than going to mandalore and that in, in the clip that we've dropped that's been dropped i don't know if it is from the premiere but it feels like why would this be episode two or three or four he's like i'm going to mandalore i need to reclaim my title and he's telling grief karga um while you know grogu's over there like force force snatching oh, skittles so right cute, so I think that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna go to Navarro, we're gonna find out why Kara Dune died in a mining accident. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit of <laughs> I forgot
2: about Kara Dune. Oh my god, you're right. They are gonna do that. I even have a oh, feeling
0: that man. uh Captain oh my god, what is his name? um i captain carson um captain carson is gonna be there and it's gonna be like whoa what are you doing here well i'm the new sheriff in town type of thing um the new marshal if you will for navarro because it's a great place to branch out and reach out and find out what this darkness is out there and mando's gonna be like ah well fuck i don't care i gotta go to mandalore and i think that episode ends with us going to mandalore um whether or not we get there skip. in episode two is a whole different different qualm to be had on these <laughs> bottle episodes, but I think that is that is what this premiere is, and if that is all it is, and it's like, because we again, we have to catch people up about what happened in Book of Boba Fett for the people, the right. vast majority, father, of people that have not watched the Book of Boba Fett before Mando, because they're like, wait a minute, they just separated, what happened? And I know there was a whole there's a long story that in the clip he mentions there's a long story. It's not long. It's not long at all. Just be like, oh, I helped out Boba Fett and this kid came around. So
1: Thomas, you I think you're 100 percent right because of that clip. Uh, I think now that this premiere is definitely going to be on Navarro. But like what's exactly going to take place on Navarro? We will see. But uh Klein. Do you agree? Are we going to Navarro first? Could that clip be from episode two? Uh, What are you thinking here for the premiere? What do you think about this runtime?
2: No, I think that like it's, yeah, it's on the shorter side. Um, They haven't released, have they released full runtimes for everything yet? I don't think so. No. I think we're going to get longer episodes. I think this is really just going to be a, Hey everyone, let's get back up to speed. Like kind of not a last week on, but like, Sort of, uh, but I think that I'm I'm with you, Thomas. I think that it's going to end where they're in the ship and like they hit hyperdrive to go to Mandalore, and then the rest of the season is going to be on Mandalore. Because I do think that they're Ooh, going to wow. do justice with like with Mandalore. I think that they are going to. It is going the whole season three will be that Mandalorian arc. Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. In response to my concern earlier. I will just say with a Mandalorian episode, I've never come out of it saying, man, I wanted more from that and Mm -hmm. blame it on the runtime. Like maybe because like, I didn't really like the content of it or like, I wish it was a different kind of filler episode or bottle episode. Um, But like, I've never been like, like, Oh man, I wish that was longer. Like, I feel like they've always done a pretty good job of just telling the story that needs to be told with the appropriate runtime and that's it. So um, we'll see. I mean, guys, we don't have to wait that much longer. Not even a week. Uh, it's like away. a couple
2: of days. I said that to Gabby Four, the other day, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, Mandalorian on Wednesday," and she's like, "What? Like that's insane. Really? Four days
1: from from when we're recording this right now. I mean, it's crazy, wild." A um, final news, um, not really a big one for me, and I don't think for Klein, but Thomas, maybe I don't know. Uh, Star Wars has announced ma- a major crossover event with cryptic comic. Tease a cryptic comic tease. Uh, Marvel recently announced that its four major canon comic book runs will all be crossing over into one another this coming summer with a cryptic slogan First It Comes for the Metal. Dot dot dot. Uh, the four featured comics include Star Wars, Star Wars Dr. Afra. Star Wars Bounty Hunters, and Star Wars Darth Vader, which have crossed over into other stories before. In the crossover announcement, Marvel teased that all the storylines from each comic will be forced to come together due to a major threat to the galaxy far, far away. Quote, a new crossover comes to Marvel's Star Wars comics with a threat no one will see coming. Another dot, dot, dot. Um... Thomas, to you, because like I, I know there was that. Um, oh, what was that recent like crossover with like Crimson Dawn and yeah. stuff that was happening in the comics? I know that yes. happened. Um, wh- what do you, what do you think about this? I'm intrigued.
0: Uh, you know, first it comes for the metal. Are you talking Rock about roll. the?
1: Uh... Yeah! yeah.
0: Are you talking about <laughs> yeah. the They're empire? They're going to come I'm with some double to... kick
2: drums. It's going to be sick. Darth Vader's going to be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> <gonna> <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, I like this one. Um, honestly, I have no idea. I've been trying to like decrypt this the whole episode because uh, I've seen it in the notes, and I'm just like, "What would this mean?" Instantly, I was like, "It's the Grisk. The Thrawn books live." But it's not. It's not. Uh, so I had to toil myself back. What is it that comes for the metal? That's the thing that gets me. And the way it's read, like the way that they're mentioning this, it's like a threat no one will see coming. A threat to the entire galaxy. Are they all teaming up? Are they all fighting this same That's entity and not yeah. realizing they're fighting this entity? Like, and also, how how
2: galaxy destroying stakes high can things be without never
0: having be mentioned or brought about before in the Return of the Jedi? Because this is leading into Return of the Jedi this this era of these comics. So these are these are or great even questions. in the
2: sequel trilogy or like and like how can this. I don't know. Galaxy-threatening event happen and never What if it's
0: Raftar's? What if it's Raftar's? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> what of is the secret club. <laughs> 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 um, the first thing that I thought of was like, what if it's a nanovirus coming out from so the middle?
1: Space COVID. I, I continued reading the Direct.com article written by Nathan Johnson, yes. What a guy. Um, and he's Awesome. Um, in the article, he said that journalist Jordan Mason uh, playfully speculated via Twitter that the slogan, first it comes from the metal, could be referencing, this is going to be so butchered, Yuzhan Vong, which is a species that attempted to take over the gal- the entire galaxy, which I think that was probably in Legends. Um, what is notable about the Yuzan Vong, however, is that their strong hatred for mechanical material, oh, which resulted I, in I, their I, weapons and technology being crafted from purely organic material. Nathan oh, kinda Johnson, like Quantumania, spoiler alert. Sorry. You
2: Sly Dog. Like I can I if Vegas gave me odds,
1: I would put the house <laughs> on it being that. <laughs> That would be for that sounds really cool. By the way, the Yuzan yeah. Thomas. If you're looking it up, it's Y U U Z H A N.
0: It was a near apocalyptic war that ravaged the galaxy from 25 Aby to 29 Aby in. Um, is it legends yeah like, it, it looks has to be it's legend. definitely legends based on that timeline okay because that would be about oh, the same time as point. the force awakens so that is very intriguing also these motherfuckers look like scary scary dark elves not like mm. i don't oh I'm gonna man. Look, them up. look it up these got scary faces scary scary faces like Malekith.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> like if you mixed. <laughs> took you mix, a second to register.
0: If you mixed Malekith with uh, Curse, and then you threw in a little bit of a Clatuinian, the dog creatures, and mixed them all together, that's it. Like that's exactly what it looks like. Um, I like that. I like this. This would be really fun. And then yeah, everyone would be fighting these beings and not knowing it, which is. Kind of my the thing that I'm intrigued about the most um would be that like oh yeah if Darth Vader's fighting that maybe him and Luke Skywalker fight side by side and don't like and know about it. But uh I'm showing here the crew on this oh, Rebellion scary. right? Yeah they look like Magic the Gathering characters. Ah uh, orcs I should have said they look like orcs. You're right. That would have
2: gone. Oh, like, yeah. like Urakai from the hit Lord of the Rings series. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. I, I'm this is exciting. Shout out Nathan Johnson for knowing some shit about Star
1: lovely Wars. Man, well, you know what? We're not just gonna shout out Nathan Johnson. Oh. we're not gonna just no, gonna I shout out only shout all out the No, we're not just no, no, no. Uh, but we do love Nathan Johnson. Uh, we're not just gonna shout out all the writers over at direct.com We're just gonna shout out all of our friendly Star Wars outlets who helped provide the news today. This was. All, of course, though, coming from the website itself, the direct.com. Guys, always, always, always cite your sources. David Thompson isn't here to tell you himself, but trust me, you do not want to see his wrath when he sees his students did not cite their sources appropriately. You do not so want to see
0: his wrath, Tar.
1: You really, really don't. There you go, Thomas. <laughs> That's a Rebel Report
0: with that we are going to take a brief ad break to shout out our homies across the podcast web verse uh and we'll be right back on the other side with a uh, primer for the mandalorian you're listening to reckless rebellion this resistance
1: And I'm Bethan, and we're she will rock you she will rock you is a bi-weekly podcast about rock history each episode we talk about an artist in their lives but we do it a little differently you see, we noticed there was a lack of ladies hosting music podcasts, so we wanted to fix it. And here we are, two badass millennial ladies talking about rock music our parents wouldn't let us listen to. As a bonus, you'll even get our beer recommendations at the end. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't do drugs. And
0: we are Back, we're gonna hop right on into our second Klein flagship topic. Bow, 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 bow. He changed it up for the um, sequel. I love it. It's a Mando primer. Electric Mandaloo, Grogaloo. <laughs> <Electro-gro-galoo>. <laughs> uh, we will have some burning questions uh, to get ready for Mando season three right here and now, Klein. What is your first burning question for the Mandalorian season three? Well, first, I think we should get into what we know. Okay. Okay. Well, what we
2: know fair. about the Mandalorian I don't like season that. three. I wanted to do burning questions. So it's coming March first.
0: Okay. Yes, uh, these
2: are true. Right. Eight episodes. Okay. It has been how long since episode season two ended? Almost more than two years. It has been more than
0: two years. It been has been, been exactly 20- sixteen months. And two day, 16 months, five days as of today. Mandalore, going to be a big, huge. It's going to be heavily involved. Huh? I'm sorry. I did. I said 16 months. It's supposed to be 26 months. My bad. There we go.
2: Mandalore (laughs) going to be heavily involved for, if you didn't know, Grogu back with Mando. (gasps) They are friends. Thank you, Book of Boba Fett. Thank you, Book of Boba Fett. I wish. I don't know. I don't still don't know how I feel about that. I'm happy they're back (laughs) together. Bo Katan looks like she's kind of the big bad of this season.
1: Love Katie Saturn. It's all
2: a red hair ing. And Moff Gideon is in it, but we haven't seen or heard anything. I've met that motherfucker.
1: That's so cool. I have, yeah. That's so cool. I'm watching
2: Better Call Saul right now, and like I just I'm in that I haven't met. Giancarlo Esposito's character yet but uh, I'm just like in the I just love being in that world and knowing he's out there just like yeah. just doing shit uh, so yeah burning questions I will start with my first burning question how it it's going to work is like if I say something that you guys also have written down chime in and then we can all hash it out and maybe we'll get out of here a little faster than we thought cool. I have a lot more than three I, so be ready <laughs> yeah yeah I, had a, I have a lot as well I have
1: one at the moment I'll figure it out
2: I'll start with a big one. Do either of you, and listeners at home, please let us know as well at... uh, What's our Twitter (laughs) name? Reckless Uh, Rebels. Reckless Rebels. Rebels. (laughs) Do we leave this season? Mandalorian Season 3. Knowing where we're headed towards, at least the first hints, at least the... like You and I would be able to sit there and go, okay, I think I know where this is going towards this culmination event? Because right now we don't Ooh. really know where it's going. Do you think we get the first, like, may, like it will be a big deal when it happens? I know it will because I know John Favreau will want to do that. Do you think we get the first kind of tease of maybe when it's going to happen, what's going to be involved about this Damn. whole culmination event? I have no idea. I'm just going to say right now, I would like to say yes because I would like to maybe start to get that ball rolling and at least give us like a, I don't think it will be like this, but I think in the same vein, give us an Avengers 2012 like Thanos, like Ooh. look at the camera sort of thing. Yeah, <gasps> um, I would just like one. Stop okay, it, Thomas! No, I know Thomas, what you're we're that. not getting Thrawn <laughs> in this motherfucking series. Okay,
0: Jack, do you also <laughs> think that? Happening. Do you think do you think we don't get Thrawn? Um,
2: okay, I'm not well, saying he won't be involved wow. in the culmination. I'm just saying no, here just, we're not getting. we not going to yeah. get a
1: what? Okay, I just, what I was gonna yeah. say though, I wasn't gonna be very specific with my answer but i'll say this i think the answer is yes mm. we will get a hint of it okay. I and i it. did think it's i don't know if it'll be like a post credit but it'll be like some sort of tag at the end it could be post credit don't know but i think like they're scary. gonna do i and, think they're going to it'll be exactly that end it, of the season stinger I, of some sort i don't know if it will be Thrawn. i'll i'll go ahead and say i won't be vague with it i'll say it, it's going to be almost like a just like the Book of Boba Fett tag at, or post-credit scene in Mando Season 2, they'll have a post-credit scene for Ahsoka. And yeah, technically, okay. I think with what Ahsoka's doing, that does tie the cul- to the culmination event. So my answer is yes. What if...
2: Now stick with me. I don't know if we get Ahsoka in this post-credit scene that you're building here, Jack. What if it, it cuts credits and light up, and you don't really know what's going on. You're in a ship somewhere, and you hear Ezra Bridger's voice. Holy shit. And he sits up, and
1: then that's it. It's, Wait no, it. I got it. I got it, Klein. I do love that. I would. Lo- oh my god, if we got Ezra Bridger in this season, even if it's post credits, he's like literally one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I won't handle myself there. Right behind well. Watto. Um, yes, Watto's number one. Duh. Um, here's my post credit. Good boy. Rebels epilogue. The mural. Ahsoka is going to pick up in Sabine. Live-
2: what if it is ah! just the Rebels, the final sequence of Rebels, like that final scene in yep. live action? Yes! Yep,
1: It's, it's, yes! it's, yes! it's the mural. It's Ahsoka picking Sabine up. Ezra's out there somewhere. It's time to bring him home. I love it. Boom. I, I would cry. I love that. Because <laughs> they, they, look, they showed the mural they did. at the last celebration. I know they did. That's, I mean, that's a whole year ago. Why wouldn't that be the most credit scene <laughs> if, if they're trying beautiful. to tease Ahsoka? Anyway. Perfect. Thomas, do you think we get a tease of this
2: culmination in this season? Absolutely. And like an overt tease, not hey, okay. one that in like five okay. years will go like, go. oh,
0: look, the Age <laughs> of Ultron <us."> like <laughs> You're like an overt tease. And I'm like, well, I think they've slowly been teasing it already. I get a feeling. No. Okay, no, then, then I no, don't no. think we're getting it. No, 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 let me, let me finish. <laughs> okay. God damn it. <laughs> okay. We've had Captain Carson talk about they're building something, like there's something growing out there. There's a darkness. I think that's going to continue through the season, but I do believe at the end of this season, we will know, I think, Mando specifically will be uh, become aware of it. I think there's something that happens with him that he now goes, oh, this is a problem now. Um, he's already had brushes with the Empire, right? Here and there. But I think now he's starting to see that there's a bigger picture going on, That especially now that he's a dad. But this season, he's going to become a Mandalorian. He's going to probably fight Bo-Katan. But at the end of the season... Bo-Katan and him are probably going to be friends if one of them doesn't die, I guess. But it's going to come down to, there's a bigger issue than our issues. It's this. And it's going to be a hologram. Watto. And it's going to be absolutely, hey, I'm taking over the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do think we will get an overt Push towards that culmination event. That's a great question, Klein. I'm really happy you asked that. That question. was a really good one. That was really good. Jack,
1: what's your burning question? All right, here it is, guys. By the end of Mandalorian season 3, where do we leave Din Djarin? Yeah. Who is he? What is he? Who is he a part of? Is he still going to be one of those Mandalorians who's going to keep his helmet on always? Does he embrace more of Bo-Katan's philosophy on mandalorian culture is he going to be the leader of the mandalorians with that dark saber by the end of the season or is that going to go to bo katan where do we leave dinjarin at the end of this anyone can go first i have no idea no answers um i i love that
0: i'm a big fan of that question i'm filibustering i'm Patton (laughs) oswalding Um, I think that at the end of this season, he's going to be on the arc of being a leader. I think Mm. it's slowly building. Like you watch what's happened in season one and season two. Season one, I'm a lone ranger. Well, now I'm a lone ranger with Cub. Season two is I'm a lone ranger trying to give Cub back to his people. Then when he does that, he seems very purposeless in Return of the Mandalorian, he's just going job to job doing whatever, like NBD, and he's got nothing going for him. Then Boba Fett's like, come fight. He's like, it's on the house, kid. Uh, Then he does that. Now he's got Grogu again. He has purpose. He has to go back to Mandalore to become a Mandalorian again. That's his only purpose. At the end of this, he's going to be that, but he wields the Darksaber, A. B, if he and Bo-Katan actually do fight for the Darksaber, He's going to win. It's called the Mandalorian and he is the Mandalorian. I would love for that to change. Like not that Din Djarin dies, but like he loses in ritual combat and loses the dark saber and is now like a first lieutenant, Right. But it's going to happen that they come to blows and whoever wins is going to lead it. I think it's Din Djarin when he won the dark saber, you had the first and only hint of the force theme itself until Luke Skywalker reveals his face. When he won it, it's dun 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 and it like shifts. There's a little little flurry up. I think it's because he is destined to be the Mandalore. And that's where it's gonna be going. So he's gonna be on the point. Yeah, it's gonna be on the point to being a leader. And I've I've officially, if the box office were here, he'd be yelling at me, finally, I've officially hopped off the dinjar on his force sensitive train.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm off that train entirely. I I like the idea, Thomas. I really do. Guys, um, I think Grogu is more sensitive. What? I'm just I'm no. Just, I'm just, I, no. You're full of shit. Oh, man. I know. No um, yeah, put him on screen to, with
0: Luke Skywalker, and then maybe I'll think that'd about be it. that'd be crazy, hey? <laughs> um,
2: for me, I think that we leave Mando in an interesting spot here, actually at the end of season three for me to talk about where we leave mando i think we need to talk more about where we leave mandalore Mm. i think that that. i don't think he's going to be the leader of mandalore i think there's going to be no leader of mandalore
0: okay
2: i think that all of this fight all of this like political and fighting we're gonna see here there's going to be a moment and it's going to be very like rah rah let's go where he goes hey like you don't need to be led anymore. Like almost Mm. like what we just saw in the bad batch where it is like power, power to the people, democracy, democracy. Exactly. And so I I do, I do think that Bo-Katan, uh, will she die? I don't think she'll be part of like, I I think they're going to resolve their feelings. I don't think he can give her the dark saber because he is the Mandalorian and Grogu needs to take it at some point. Um, yeah. But I I think that we leave him in a weird spot where I think he is asked to lead and he says no like mm. you you can lead your like you can everyone can lead like you know give the means of production back to the workers sort of thing
0: how about like that, that Mandalorian that I like it but power vacuum yeah different sects of Mandalorian I think are gonna I fight, think here's right? the thing
2: I think that this conflict we're going to see in this season is going to involve so many of these different sects and it is going to get messy and it is going to make everyone realize what are we doing like it is going to make it is going to unite Mandalore in more ways than it ever has been
0: okay oh mm-hmm. okay I like that
2: I think this season is going to be a lot more about what does it mean mm-hmm. to be a Mandalorian like we've touched on that before and we've gotten yeah. into that but I think this is going to be more of like I don't know like more into what it means to be that be a part of that creed.
1: I look I think this is a kind of a little different topic but I think the empire or the remnants of the empire Moff Gideon I think is in a way the season's going to be like the empire strikes back in terms of like I think they're going to get they're their shots win. in and when yeah. yes but like well, more well, so well. like a ba- yeah. like the battles not not necessarily the war but yeah I think they're going to have they're going to they're going to take some victories here. Uh, take some victory laps. And I think I do think they're setting up Din Djarin to be the leader of Mandalore. I, I, I just I, I see that trajectory. I just don't for know him. how you can do that. And then next season have him off world the whole time. Well, well, then, so here's the thing. I don't think I, they're going to leave off with him being the leader of Mandalore in this season. I think he's going to resist the call and tragedy is going to strike because of that with the empire coming in, taking their victories. Like I said, mm. a couple seconds ago. So, and then we're, that's where I agree. We're going to leave him in a weird place. I think it's just, we defer on like kind of how mm-hmm. we're leaving him. But Thomas, yes. I was actually thinking Klein's like, yeah, he's going to be like power to the people.
0: But I, I was thinking like, well, he can be the Mandalore. Like I wield the saber. I will be your defender. I will be here for you, but you all know this world better. You know, this system, I'm yeah. just out here protecting mm. my kin, right? When you need me, give me a call. Exactly. Like, uh, I will be your Avenger. And then,
1: you know. Kind of the spoiler Kind of like Shuri is now with uh, yes. Wakanda since she's not yeah. exactly the queen.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm just going to say I'm really nervous. I was like really proud of my questions earlier today. And now you guys have asked like bangers. <laughs> and I'm looking over here. my. <laughs> I'm looking at Snickle Fritz over here. And I'm like, shit.
1: No, we, we trust you, Thomas.
0: <clears throat> um, you got it. I mean,
1: Confidence
0: like some of these are so damn self-serving. Like how many of drawn uh, references, references, <laughs> Zero. just references none. do we get? Zero, none. Why? I don't think we get any.
2: I, I think disagree. they're
0: saving i think they're saving that oh, do i disagree i'm saying a reference you know the first mention of Thrawn was in the mandalorian that's the only reason i bring this up where I is grand admiral, is- admiral Thrawn? right I'm
1: trying to th- yeah i'm trying to think i think
2: they leave that powder dry and then when ahsoka hits they can for the masses they can like Introduce like it can feel way more like wait who the
1: hell is wait, this guy what's going on Thomas is this counting as your question because I don't want to dive into it unless it, you want this to be your question because I have thoughts but I'd rather touch let's on let's do you it want. fuck it yeah let's do it it's okay I, yeah I, fuck it we're here here's my problem with the Thrawn reference I feel like if we do get one it would come from someone on the Imperial side like a Moff Gideon but because I mean no one else is aware of him besides Ahsoka and I don't know if Ahsoka will actually be in the show. Um, Or this season. But if Thrawn and Ezra are off somewhere that no one knows of, at least at the time, I don't know if the Imperials will be aware of what Thrawn is necessarily doing at the moment. Maybe they will be. Um, But you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with Thomas. I'll say there will be uh, some Thrawn references here. Um, But very vague. I don't think we'll get a name drop. I think we'll just get like, you know, that like, blue man like it's like yeah. it's what he if moff is talking to someone it's like it's what he wants and someone's like oh okay it's what he wants kind of like what they did with spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert, kang a lot in the first like you know first act or so our in time yeah it was it was a long time it's him oh he is him he is him
0: absolutely klein is out of this right you already said no I don't think we're gonna get any. I think it'll be pretty. I don't know.
2: I just I feel like they would want to. Right now in the universe, yes, it's been mentioned in the first season of the Mandalorian, was it? It was the first season? Second. Second season? Um so it's been mentioned once, but it just I feel like they will want to play their thrawn cards very, very sparingly. Mm. And then when he does show up, for like for you and I we know who that is and yeah. if they drop it we'll get excited i think for the mass audience they're going to want to make this guy feel like the worst the the most impossible to take down threat that like they're going to want to really 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 scare people and i think you do that in ahsoka by just like by showing it right there overtly and having it come off with like a bang like think of like I guess they, they, they teased Thanos before that, but, like, you think of the beginning of Endgame. Yeah. Um, where he's just, like, murdering... Or not Endgame, Infinity War, Infinity where he's just War.
0: murdering, like, Loki and... Half of Asgard. Damn. Yeah. Again, again, again. We're always losing 50% of our fighters. Um, okay, that's fair. I, you know, I... When I say references, I also am questioning if we'll get any of the Seventh Fleet in there any any mentions of them uh because that is another reference technically because he leads the seventh fleet and if you remember at the end of rebels the entire seventh fleet end up wherever the purgles take them man shout out purgles those space whales oh them space whales so you want to come back around to me i guess absolutely
2: let's do it oh um jack you asked one side of the coin. So I'm going to ask the other side of the coin. Huh? Where Ooh. do we see Grogu at the end of this season? Mm.
0: I Damn. I I love this, Klein, uh because I've been questioning this as well. I feel like a lot of his force development is reliant on a force user being there. Um which has led to me Sebastian Stan. Yeah, oh, don't you fucking dare. Um <laughs> Which, you know, I was thinking about that earlier, and that led me to three questions of my own surrounding Force users. Um, Do we see Ahsoka? Does Luke appear? These are questions that I have because they're based around Grogu. I think that Grogu is going to have to train on his own. Um, He's Force-sensitive, but as we know, if you do not train, they will die. They will fade away. And uh, that is no good to be a force user, but we've seen him actively using it. Now we've seen him merge with animals. I think he's going to get so good that he's, he's going to be able to communicate with Din Djarin utilizing his force thoughts by projecting his thoughts into Din. I think that's where we end up where they can communicate back and forth. I cool. think that's a great way to, to end where they go. Cool.
2: I like that. I like that. I will throw mine in really quick. Um, They've teased this kind of like, I think the word they used was powered up or like stronger. Yeah. yeah. Grogu. I think we're going to leave this season not scared of Grogu because he's adorable. I think he's going to do something that will scare us. Very like Ray with the lightning at the Ooh. beginning of like Rise of. I think we get some. I think something is something gonna like dark happen. Where... Tendency. Yeah, yeah, I think he we're gonna get, out. even if it is lightning, I think we're gonna get something happen where like maybe Din is in danger and he does something that is like, what if his like, yeah,
1: three <laughs> little fingers like choke somebody here? Yeah, that,
2: that is scary. Um, yeah. because right now he's adorable and he's using the force and he's done great things. We've seen him do amazing things, he's healed. Um, he's healed that an animal. He did, lifted the mudhorn, um, but I think that he's powered up now. He's a little bit stronger. What does that mean when he isn't has
1: no guidance? Ooh, mm-hmm. I won't. I like that idea, Klein, to be different from you. I'll say I don't think necessarily dark side tendencies, but I do think we're gonna see a badass Grogu, like yeah, not just gonna like do defending himself. Crazy. I think he's gonna be like go be proactive in certain fights and you know rip a man in half. <laughs> King Shark, um, but I do. Oh my God, Grogu did choke Cara Dune. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I completely forgot about that in an um, arm
0: wrestling match, which is where yeah. lines like Dark Side <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he's gonna kill somebody because they're gonna be at the point of maybe killing Din Jarn, and he's gonna be like,
1: no unlimited I, power. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where I also think we're going to leave him off. He's going to embrace being a Mandalorian more. I think so. Um, and I, I don't know exactly don't how give that him a, Don't give him a helmet. Shapes. Please, Disney. No, I don't think I can <laughs> <get that>. imagine <laughs> like a metal helmet with the ears
2: sticking out. I can just but, see Disney's marketing department going, yes, yeah, good, good, good. All the merchandise.
1: Um, But I do think he's going to learn more about being a Mandalorian and start to embrace just that culture as a whole more mm-hmm. um so yeah wonder if he'll utter a word i think so you think so uh, dad da. one word what is his
2: voice four sound words
1: like? i think we're gonna start figuring that out by the
2: way what does teenage, teenage grogu like angst in... like like teenage groot sound like but
1: i am groot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> whoa language this is the way <laughs> if he speaks, is he, no that's there's he's no talking. way
2: he says this is the
1: way <laughs> Dude, that is hilarious. Season. Um, can I can I ask my question? Because it's kind of I think he, I think Grogu. we get a dad out of him, maybe. Dad. dad. Um, here's my question, guys. Mm-hmm. It's 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 sim- It's on the topic of Grogu, yeah. and it's it's basically a ripoff of Thomas's question, just a little different. How many Snoke slash Palpatine references do we get in this mm, season? There we go. Because oh! we got a pretty big one in last season, episode four of yeah. season two. With all the cloning, looking like cloning chambers and like deformed alien bodies. I like this one. And and by the way, like they go into it, like they pull up a message from the doctor saying like, didn't have a high enough M count. Mm -hmm. I extracted as much as I could, but you'll, he said, if, if I'm to continue further, I will need more like blood samples from the donor. What other donor is there besides Palpatine? Like, like what else would this be for? So I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think there's going to be something. I don't know what. I think there'll there'll be a reference or two.
0: We are going to Coruscant.
1: We are holy shit. We are meeting that. back
0: up with that guy. That guy, yes, Dr. that guy, Doctor <laughs> Glasses. We'll call him because I can't remember his bloody name. He has sick glasses. He does. He got sick, nasty glasses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're meeting. We will see him again. Mando's right. also going to Coruscant. So are they meeting each other? That would be interesting. Um, I like the idea that we get a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, there's something dark and brewing out there. And I feel like if somebody knows this plan of doing this really well within the empire, someone who knows how to make it happen, it would be thrown. He would be the contingency mind mm. to get it done. Uh, so it will be interesting. See, now I'm putting that doctor on there to call it like, be like, well, the grand admiral said, and it'll be like, Oh. Like ooh, the Grand Admiral, and I'm gonna pop in my pants. Phrasing, Um pop in your pants. I'm going pop in my pants. Refer- I've never heard it referred to in that way, but
2: by God, that paints a picture. <laughs> 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 what end is he popping? Like what?
0: What is he popping? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just thought oh of one Jump Street right then and there. Oh my God! So, need to- yes, think, yes, Thomas. I think we'll get. I think we'll get one reference. Because you asked how many, I think just one, and it'll be so... Oh, man, I was going to say it's going to be subtle, but this one might be far more... It
1: wasn't even subtle in season two. I can see this sort of So,
0: My
2: very quick Mando theory is that I think Grogu is key to the cloning of it all, the Snoke of it all. Mm -hmm. I think that he was involved in that some way, and if we don't get an Ahsoka thing as like a stinger, I could totally see the end of this season being some sort of reveal of that because t- Filoni, feloni's trying to do with what they, he did with the prequel trilogy with the sequel trilogy, where yeah, he's like making so. it like retroactively justifying everything.
1: And that's and, why that's why John Favreau said that we uh, we're gonna keep telling these stories for years because they have how many like 24, 25 years to play with now yeah, they got some plot holes to Force fill Force Awakens oh my by the god. way Thomas do we know when Snoke like comes, to started, comes started yeah about? like comes to be yeah I don't
0: believe so uh, a which,
2: week before Force Awakens <laughs>
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was a plucky intern and rose the ranks quickly <laughs> See, even in um what year is that uh oh here we go born prior to 12 bby on exegol allegedly is what it says bby that's what i'm saying according to wikipedia uh which no makes way. no sense whatsoever um what hold on who said this snoke birth 2. Come down. Where did Unless, it come I mean, look, the Snoke of the was Sith. really. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Star Wars The Secrets of the Sith establishes that Snoke was being chronologically created. Okay, that's not a sentence, but whatever. uh By the Sith Eternal prior to the strand casting experimentation that was used to create the Emperor's clone son, Dathan, on Exacol. Shadow of the Sith. Establishes that Dathan was 33 standard years by the time of that novel, which is 17 years after the Battle of Endor, which Galactic Atlas dates at 4 ABY, meaning the novel takes place in 21 ABY and Dathan was born 12 BBY. So if uh, Snoke was created prior to that, it would be about
1: 12 to 13 BBY. Okay, so here's my thing What if? And we should probably move on. But what if? What if? Um, Snoke is already created, and fun. what? The, but he's he's very deformed. He's not like a perfect, you know, Looks host like Sloth body. Like from the Goonies. <laughs> <you> what? <laughs> 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 what if he? What if the experiments they're trying to run is just to create a better host body for Palpatine? Snoke is already around. Maybe he's the one that finds Thrawn wherever he is and starts like saying like, "Hey, like we got to get the ship back going again," and that's going to be the threat and i don't i don't know but like i could see where snoke is already created but i i don't we'll see i don't know if i would like that i I would like it if it happens more so in between this time between jedi and force awakens yeah same that's why i was very mind blown when that was just
0: mentioned right there it caught me off guard to be to be sure
1: uh thomas your question now
0: I'm scrolling home. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was not ready for that. Um, my next question is... Hmm, we're going to stay here on Coruscant. Of
2: course I can't.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Later. Um, of course I can't. Uh, first off, I, Carter, watch it. I've got two questions here. I'm going to cheat. Number one, is Yaddle Grogu's mom? No. Jack, one word answer.
2: No. Okay. Beautiful. It's Natalie Portman. We've no. already established this on prior episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not Padme, no. the actress Natalie Portman is Grogu's mom. Um no, I seriously.
0: About here's that, the Thomas. question that I have, and it is who saves Grogu from the Jedi Temple? We're getting we're going back to it.
1: That was going that was my third question. So we're Son here. of a
0: bitch! I could have saved my other No, good no, no, questions. no, no.
1: Thomas, it's okay. It's okay, Thomas. Thomas. It's um, okay.
0: But yeah, I want to know, because I'm at the point where I'm like, is it Anakin Skywalker? And then I'm like, but, but like, wow. Like, that's truly what I think.
2: Do you think we see that this season? I don't. It Ooh, was in the trailer. Well, no, not, maybe it, no, not the saving part, the but like it was. We saw it, the Jedi Temple, but yeah, yeah but we've seen
1: question. we saw flashbacks already in Book of Boba Fett. So why show us the exact same flashbacks unless they're going to expand on it now? Sa- who saves him? I don't know. I don't know about Is that. You and but I could
2: see Ooh. Anakin appearing,
1: and we no, see, it can't be.
2: It can't be you. It can't be Obi Wan. Yeah, because he wasn't there at the time. No, he wasn't there. To take it back to my prior point, Natalie. Nope, it
0: can't be Natalie Portman. <laughs> She's married. Yeah she's married and also at the temple or at her tower at that point uh,
1: watching yeah. the temple, watching the temple. not the young um, what if, what if it was reva after she got stabbed fuck by anakin and she's like she just sees another like <laughs> jedi oh my god she's like i can help you what
2: if it's twist what if it's palpatine
1: oh because he would want to because them cloning fuck dude dude you just blew my mind i think i I think i just nailed it guys
2: i I think we close this down now
1: wow to our knowledge oh so you know what i could see i think maybe he ordered some clones to go do it like while they were there of like hey i want that one no she's off she's out but she's not there
2: my bets palpatine I think Palpatine. Because right now way, everyone is point. expecting. Everyone is like, "Is Mace Windu good? like?" It, everyone's like, "Oh my God, which Jedi I, is going to save him?" I? Um, I think everybody like that's on the mind, and I think it is a bait and switch completely. I, yeah, it's so yeah, funny. Find, like that, I that is you. such
1: a twist, and I didn't even think about it. But like, it makes sense. Why didn't anyone think of it? Like that makes the most sense more than any other person, really. You said I should
0: tweet it. You said it's mine now. You said Palpatine my <laughs> <by laughs>
1: proxy, right?
0: palpatine by proxy i think so yeah i think actually palpatine will have i guess it could be anakin yeah i think it could be anakin there he's like that's why he went in there yeah maybe because i mean think about it think about it if palpatine comes in and electrocutes them that makes no sense we never saw him there he was in his office getting ready for that senate shit right yeah yeah so so anakin Anakin walks in anakin walks in First off, we can watch Anakin murder adult Jedi. Finally, finally, we get to see him. Can you fighting.
1: believe, can you believe we saw him actually murder the younglings before we saw him kill An adult? the adult Jedi at the temple? Yeah, isn't that fucked up? That's really, Disney, what the hell's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, by the way, that would be, that'd be sick. I, yeah. I love this idea so much. Is it Hayden? Absolutely. Or is it just a hooded figure? Do we like I'm Like, do
2: we
0: do we even know? No, it's, nah, his it's face? gotta be Hayden. He's already done it. And put a fucking wig on yeah. him. He's him. Like, hey,
1: hey, Anakin, go execute order 66. But you know, this little green guy, I want you to go get him and take him, bring him back to me. Okay, don't, don't kill him, bring him back to me.
0: You That's said, made, but you said, leave none alive. You must save the baby to save your children. I mean, baby. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> i was so manipulated but he's also just an asshole like jesus
0: fine i believe we're up to you now
2: yeah this is my last one i want to ask the two of you where do you think season three of the mandalorian will rank amongst the other two seasons Ooh. and maybe other star wars disney plus projects okay. two so so you think yes. it will be below season two
1: yes of but above season one
2: what level of quality do you think it will be in line with you can bring in other Disney plus Star Wars stuff.
1: Um, That's, are we that's getting, a good question. Hmm.
2: Are we... Hmm. I think it is going to be somewhere, not Andor, which I'm putting right at the top. I yeah. think for me, it would be Mando season two below that. I think we're going to get something somewhere in between season two. I think there will be moments of the highs of season two. I think right below that is Obi-Wan. And I, or not right below. I think there's a pretty big like um, quality gap between this two. But I do think that it will be somewhere between Mando season two and Obi-Wan in where we think of it when this is all said and done.
0: I say in that ballpark, I do think it has at this moment, it has the potential to be better than season two because we can, instead of side questing our way to find this purpose, he can just go straight to Mandalore. And then we're thrown into a weekly saga of shit on mandalore and i think i i'm gonna say it's better than season two i'm gonna say it's the best mandalorian season
1: yet wow i'm gonna go cool. out on
0: a real big risk because that's I hard like to it. say.
1: god i don't know man <laughs> this is I, in terms of like where it falls in the shows because like i have mandalorian above andor like the the mandalorian show as a whole just because it, it is more of my kind of star wars that i like uh but i do think andor is better um but if I break it down to seasons, that becomes more complicated. I'll say... When all this is said and done,
2: Jack. Okay, so let me... I'll just start listing things. Do you think it will be better or worse than The Book of Boba Fett? Better. Do you think it will be better or worse than Ooh. The Bad Batch? Better. Do you think it will be better or worse than Obi-Wan Kenobi? Better. Do you think it will be better or worse than Mandalorian Season 1? Better. Do you think it will be better or worse than Andor? worse do you think it'll be better or worse than mandalorian season two worse okay
0: so top three, similar
2: similar, worse, similar point to where yes. i'm well not top like i mean i said obi-wan and mando season one so like those could be swept around but somewhere so right, like right, somewhere right, right. it'll be somewhere around the mandalorian season one obi-wan a little bit uh, like better than that yeah. but not quite the it's, heights of mando season two
1: if we're talking like less so like better more so just like what i like more it's gonna be so hard for it to beat mando season two because of ahsoka and the way they introduced her and, and then also everything like on on tatooine the the boba fett stuff the finale with luke skywalker i mean jeez dude
2: like it's just gonna be I so can watch hard to that beat sequence that. like i would say once a week uh, yeah
1: me too then
2: i'll never get tired of it. basically from when the x-wing shows up yeah to the to
1: like one x-wing great yeah. <laughs> it's like oh little do you know uh, I don't have a third question guys because um, we answered it earlier so Thomas oh to you unless uh, did anyone have any other thought I don't know I was lost in my own thoughts no in that last question I don't Thomas know question my man that, I don't know which question to ask here
0: I'm gonna go with the one that I like the very first one where I was like I like this question the most you know I had Thrawn I had a Thrawn question in there you know what I'm saying and then I'll have some rapid fires after which are one word answers so be ready. Okay, right. okay. Uh, this one is my final question. Does Din Jarin get trained to wield the dark saber, and if so, who? By whom? Oh shit! I have an idea, but
1: it's not going to happen. Klein. I mean Jack. Sorry, Jack. Hit just hit us with it. I'm I'm just going to say okay. uh Yes, Sabine Wren. Fuck. I mean, who else has had, like, really great training with it? I mean, Bo-Katan probably just knows how to wield it because she's Bo-Katan, but, like, why would she want to train him with it unless unless they, like, they make up, like, v- pretty early in the season? But, yeah, because he still... I forgot about that, Thomas. He's still not trained with it. He still yep. struggled by the end of Boba Fett, so... Wow, he doesn't even question. use it in the final fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think you're right. So, yeah, I'll say, I'll say Sabine Wren. Just f- fuck it. Why not?
2: Klein. I, nothing I could say would be better than Sabine. So,
1: <laughs>
2: oh my God. If she shows up,
1: I'm you know, gonna, okay, you know, I'm gonna be th- so happy. Speaking of that, just real quick, like, I understand would they, how they would want to save Sabine for Ahsoka. It makes sense, but it also this makes is, sense why she would be in the season for meeting more if Mandalorians. The, yeah. If it's on
0: Mandalore now. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. Except if she doesn't, they don't go through the, Rebels final sequence that set yeah. on Lothal, then why would she leave Lothal she when she be there? When she promised Ezra to take
1: care of Lothal. Yeah. Well, yes, but also like so with the way that timeline works, I mean, she could have gone and taken care of something real quick, like with her family. Because remember, her family's there okay. too. It's not like she doesn't have it's not just because she's a man like she's got family. Did they survive the war? Probably we haven't been told otherwise.
0: I like your optimism, Jack. Jack.
1: I mean, maybe some some of them died, but like, I mean, she had a she had her parents, and then she had her brother. So I i suspect maybe one of them. But like, it would just make sense to me because he also did say, by the way, that like he said he's counting on her for something. I believe that was to go find him and get him back and also protect Lothal. But look, it's they said it in the Rebels right. epilogue, the Empire never came back to Lothal. After they defeated them in season four of Rebels, so I again I wouldn't be surprised if she like just took off for a second to go deal with some sort of Mandalorian issue, and then she gets a call from Ahsoka's like, "Hey, I know where they are. Come on, I'm gonna pick you up. Let's go." It's like, "All right, cool. Let me paint this mural real quick. That's really pretty. Okay, let's go." And and then Ahsoka happens.
0: First off, the mural was already painted. Second off, Ahsoka just shows up as Ahsoka the White. So uh, sorry.
1: So wait, how was it painted already? Yeah, she's staring oh. at it. She's not painting it. She's just looking at it. Oh yeah, well I, I know, but she could have painted it like right before we got to that scene. <laughs> like oh. she could have finished it right, but it was a joke though. So gotcha.
0: I was I'm slow. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. <laughs> I like your answers, guys. Um, let me hit you with my rapid fires.
1: Okay. Oh, hey. So you're not slow. <laughs>
2: You're too slow. See what I did with that? No, Thomas. I'm
1: not. <laughs> um, Wait, Thomas, what was your answer? Did you answer? I don't have your, any, uh, I really don't have any an answers. Oh, okay. okay. uh, like, my answer will Obi-Wan. be revealed
0: <laughs> in these questions because these are the people I thought of. Not this first one, by the way. Just want to know because it's the easiest one. Okay. Will Boba Fett appear in season three? Yes. It's oh. been confirmed. Oh, it has? This is Pretty like, much, yeah. I think like this is literally what really happens talk. when you don't read the internet. I love. <laughs> there it. was a, think... like an
1: Australian like Disney yeah. Plus account that like kind of spoiled it. I think.
0: Ah, Lauren Rouse out there doing work. What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, so, Australia, if it wasn't you. <laughs> does Luke Skywalker appear?
1: No. No.
0: Does Ahsoka appear? No. Yes. Uh if we're counting, counting post-
2: like, credits, uh, I will, yeah, if it. we're
0: counting like post credit Stinger, yes. Jack, is that your answer? Only in post-credits? Yep. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily
1: only in post-credits, but that's my prediction. I think only gotcha. in post-credits.
0: Okay. Luke and Ahsoka were my kind of go-to. If, if I had to pick who trains Din, who does he trust? It would be Ahsoka. Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> You are mad.
2: He's mad. out there somewhere. <laughs> he's, no, dead. he's dead, Glenn. Oh, he, he
0: was dead the last time as well. <laughs> That's true. But he died the same way as Satine in Obi-Wan's arms. Oh, hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was Tatooine. <laughs> 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 oh, Desert Nights! We are dying by the firelight.
1: We're at
2: two hours. I think, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, think I think that's going to do it. Dude, we've got um, like 72 hours before this podcast doesn't mean anything at all. Yeah, yeah it's true.
0: Um, all right. Ladies, gents, droids, and uh, everything else outside of those. Oh, yeah. Sentience. Facepalm. It's been a long day. What do you think? Is gonna happen in Mandalorian season three. All of these questions. That's right. We're hitting you with some homework at this I have point. one question for
2: them. One question. Should, the one one that they will David Thompson like this series? Let oh, us know on Twitter.
0: Yes, tweet at us like at season three. At Reckless Rebels, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S on Twitter. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify while you're at it. Leave us a review. And ask us a question, uh, leave some comments, offer recommendations. We love interacting with you and hearing from you, rebels. We are, we we appreciate your patience on this delay that we had before we got primed and ready to be back on Mandalore Klein. Where can everyone find you on social media?
2: You can find me everywhere. I'm at the Klein Felt, T-H-E-K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T. And as I mentioned, every week I have a video game podcast with two names that have been mentioned on this show, Tom Drew and Lauren Rouse, both from Direct.com, And Lauren also works for Lifehacker and Gizmodo Australia. We do video game podcasts every week. And right now we are reviewing The Last of Us as it airs, which is a very good TV show. So it has been a very, very easy job reviewing it, which makes me very happy. I cannot wait for this next episode. I cannot wait for the two of you to watch this next episode.
0: Jack, where Oh, can the everyone...
2: podcast is called Controller Club. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Look us wherever, was... wherever you find your... It's fine. Last episode of the podcast, I forgot to introduce the name of the podcast as well. So oh, it is called cute. Controller Club. Wherever you're listening to this now, go find us.
1: Uh, Jack, Jack, where can everyone find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at JackPews, P-U-E-S, all one word. And I think... I think you Say can it. find all three of us on a yes. certain podcast coming yes. up that we're recording tomorrow. Should drop on Monday, and that is the direct podcast. I won't spoil what we're gonna do, but it's gonna be a fun time. Ranking Jack Pugh's moments. Mm. Ooh. Jack. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a list right there.
2: Yeah, that I'm taking. Is, what, is. I'm taking the one where um, he yelled at Alana. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alana. Hey, Alana, Alana, we've, we've been watching idea. Reckless Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, You can find me at TC Rochester Act. That is T-C-R-O-C-H-E-S-T-E-R-A-C-T on every social media that you can fathom, except, you know, TikTok is not on there. Or maybe I am and I just forgot. Uh, Bumble, I guess. LinkedIn. (laughs) <laughs> Interesting. Are you, are you? You're
2: fielding. You're fielding some like date requests through the podcast. Sure. Okay.
0: I I, see I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot what Bumble them. was, but it popped into my head, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a dating app." <laughs> um, yes. So let's hop into recommendations for the audience. Boyos, Klein, obviously, The Last of Us. We've said it. It's go watch amazing. the last of us guys continues to be amazing also very
2: quick recommendation watched a movie last night i think it is in my top 20 movies of all time it's first time i'd ever seen it mm. when harry met sally go watch that watch movie. That one, man. uh i had it had been described to me as the best romantic comedy of all time and it lived up to that billing it is absolutely incredible nice <laughs>
1: um I don't think I was on here, or I don't think I had finished Rebels last time I was on here, so Rebels, because I did finish it. I'm <laughs> That's Star
2: Wars I, Rebels for those one Yes,
1: yeah, Star Wars Rebels, and I was very stressed uh, the past couple of weeks with this whole apartment issue, so I put on Sopranos and watching that again, mm. of course, plugging that, but Rebels. the big news is, guys, I'm going to say this here, and I think it's okay, because not everyone who listens to the Re- direct podcast listens to the show. Guys, we did it. Matt Remke finished Star Wars The Clone Wars. It I was a journey. It was that. a time. Um, I did give him a condensed list because he he was on season four. And then he's like, look, I just need to, I need the episodes that will prepare me for Mando season three. I gave them to him. Um, he will probably go back for a few before Ahsoka, but uh, he did it. He watched the end. I, I went on that journey with him, talking him through some things, giving details here, giving details there, and just being excited with him. Uh, it was a time. Proud of you, Matt. We did it. Star Wars, of Clone Wars for life.
2: We saw one!
1: Now we just got to crack that walnut that is David Thompson
2: and Star Wars Rebels, man.
1: Well, well, now Matt's going to be watching Rebels before Ahsoka, so maybe it'll be easier to get David involved if Matt's watching. I don't know. They
0: can do we'll see. That's just cooler than all of us. I get it. Whatever, they David. Can record, <laughs> they can review season by season. Like It's beautiful. We're just, we're just pumping Maybe. content for them. Like we're just yeah. giving it to them. For yeah, you're welcome to take these ideas. Yeah, they need <laughs> our help. There's a little, little meddling <laughs> podcast known as the direct podcast. I mean, they've had less hosts than we've had. And at different It's not times. like they're
1: associated with a website. Or yeah. Anything. No, no. No. They,
0: they don't have any money going into their podcast. They need our big budget productions. I'm going to recommend. <laughs> I'm going to help out the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> ant man yeah that's exactly what i thought <laughs> uh i'm going to recommend going to watch quantum mania just because kang our time lord and savior does not go for kang stay for modok but absolutely you mean darth vader <laughs>
2: Exactly. can we talk
0: about that darth vader sequence real quick and pulling him out of the tub like until they screwed his butt i was
1: like vader but uh, that's what um, Peyton Reed took away from directing Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vader. I but. could
2: do that, but with butt.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: um, I'm gonna recommend Intergalactic. It's an animated movie on Netflix written by Ooh, Kid, Kid Cutty. Cutty, Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a romantic comedy. It's really good. The animation is weird as fuck. Gives uh, very Spider-Verse. Gives Spider-Verse vibes, but there's something else going on in there that changes around, and I like it. Uh, so go watch that great soundtrack, by the way. Great heartwarming story, ends exactly how you expect it to. Um, I'm going to recommend the XFL. Football is never oh. dying, oh, okay. and we re- say football's back. No, 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 it never died. <laughs> it never left. No, it never left. It was the Super Bowl, and then Saturday, the the Saturday after was football. Uh, it's really fun. I'm enjoying it better than college football. The three points, you know, going for three changes the game. You don't kick extra points. Uh, you only kick field goals. Kickoffs are changed so you can kick uh, get the ball on returns. And most importantly, instead of onside kicks, you can put your offense on the field for a fourth and 15 from your own 25. You get it, you keep the ball. You don't, you lose. The odds are hmm. getting that are up by like 16 or 17% over getting an onside kick recovery. So teams have already come back from down – double digit uh, multiple points. Like they're going to have to go score twice, get two points, get three points, and they've done it to win games in the last minute and 57 seconds. So exciting football. Sounds like football on cocaine. Yeah. Just like Boba Fett, cocaine ball, sir. (laughs) Uh, And the last thing, self-promotion, go watch Corsicana, wherever you can stream and download uh, stream, buy rent films, um, voodoo fandango prime youtube wherever it is go blockbuster corsicana c-o-r-s-i-c-a-n-a i'm in the first 10 minutes the movie is really good my dad gave it a review and he said that was a really fucking good western and that means a lot coming from my dad that's his literal favorite genre of film wow he also gave critical analysis of my Acting, and I never knew my dad had that kind of verbiage in him. I'm very proud. And also, I was like, I was like, shit, dad, like that's, I've never heard you say those things. Thank you. Unexpected. <laughs> Beep, bop boop. Beep, pop boop. Don't know what to do with appraisal. <laughs> Sentience and druids. We've reached the end of this episode. Remember, the force is your ally, and a powerful ally it is. We've spoken. Get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated. Go listen to us on the direct podcast. This was podcasting yippee
2: but in all seriousness who is baby yoda's mom (laughs) jack favorite south park episode
1: um, probably make love, not Warcraft.
2: Oh, really? I mean, that's like, I think that's like one of the widely the, considered. Yeah,
1: like, I I would have to like look at someone's like top ten to make yeah. sure I'm not missing one of them. But that's I have that- a really
2: no. soft spot for the the Jonas Brothers purity ring. Oh like Mickey god, <laughs> it's so funny. Or the um, I really like the one where Randy wants to give himself cancer and <laughs> we can get legal weed
0: buffalo <laughs> soldier is, is the ninja the ninja anime episode is that one or two episodes? oh that was really oh, good that's my, that's my
1: favorite that is that's my, my favorite <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you thomas
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god i can't believe
2: it they're just like, was an episode of one of the more recent seasons where they started like serializing it a little more mm-hmm. where like it would be, mm-hmm. they had like one long story. Yeah. And yeah. it was where, is it Ike? Not Ike. No, it's Craig and... Tweak? Tweak. Yeah, and they start drawing <laughs> fan art of them, yeah. and like fall, they fall in love, and they have to like do like a fake breakup. It's, I love it. <laughs> oh my god! And, that like was a fake so breakup, good. and like, the the anime fan art is like dribbling it, it, on the wall, the like, everyone's sad. Yeah.
1: Everyone, the whole town's happy. They have a gay couple. They think they're so progressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, oh dude. My God.
0: Um,
1: oh, and there's that, oh my myself. God, there's that song. It's like, it's like, Tweek and Craig. It's
2: playing in the background. Uh, uh, I do like wrestling as well. The, oh, the, w, no, the WCF. No.
0: <laughs> I like that one. And then I like, uh, I'm glad you said oh that. Oh my God, God oh my God. When <laughs> Mervyn, the Mersh, Mervyn,
1: Mervyn. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Time, time can, Travels um, Back. They're, they're the Goobabs. Presurbs?
2: yeah <laughs> i had a roommate in college that we just like we would never we just see each other in passing during like studying or we'd come down for like dinner or something and, we, I
1: mean, <laughs> 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 and then it just turns into a roost like <laughs> oh, they, oh my god like the way that wraps up when when they're like <gasps> They took his dirt, <laughs> Like it's like an emotional dirt, der Yeah, Uh
0: Yeah, oh when you said God. wrestling, that took me back because that's what I was like. I love this. I love wrestling. I love WWE. I was really that's watching one of the seasons that's just...
2: that's like one of the first seasons I remember like watching. Like mm. maybe not as it was airing, but I was watching new episodes that had like come yeah, out mm-hmm. recently around that time. I was in like the seventh grade, and I'm like, this, this is the funniest. Shit ever. What's the first episode of South Park you ever watched? I think it was the WTF. Oh. No, it was they pe- the the Im- they let the immigrants in my water park, um, <laughs> like pee in the pool. Oh, where they go yes. 2012!
0: Yes. Oh, that and one's great.
1: In my <laughs> <water park>. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first live one was Cock Magic. I know that, um, but. You guys remember that one when Randy's oh. doing like cock magic and they're playing like Magic the Gathering and oh, oh season I don't eighteen, season I eighteen, go that watch all. that. That one's great. Was my first season. Um, but the first episode I think I ever watched was it's the one where like the the priest goes to the the uh oh my god the thing in Rome um where Vatican. the pope is and shit uh, yes the Vatican yeah. and there's like the spider and it's like all this like oh like basically god. just yeah. ripping on the Catholic religion. Yeah. <laughs> I was like man I like this show and I was with my Catholic friend who loves South Park he made me watch it but he didn't know what episode was like coming oh on. Oh my god yeah and he's like oh my god this is so like this is so anti-religion I was like I love seen
2: it. the um the like the one that
1: didn't air the one where um, they show
2: um, the prophets i the don't
1: prophets, uh, muhammad I, yeah. I don't know if i watched that one but i did watch the cartoon wars where they like competed with family because yes. like family guy was gonna show it yeah. yeah but there there is an episode where they actually like yeah. did show. it's him. really
2: early it's like season six or seven
1: or something yeah i was yeah. i got when that came out yeah um i wish i was like aware for that because well, i remember that was such that, a big I, deal i also
2: Quick one. I love the Nintendo Wii one when the, the Wii is coming out and Car- Cartman wants hey. a Wii and he can't get one. <laughs> well there's
1: the there's the one like where he freezes himself and like goes into the future. Yes. I, it, it, yeah. yeah. And then uh, there's the one where Kenny dies and he goes oh, to heaven to defeat hell. Also
2: shout out to Tom Cruise, you're a fudge packer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the hey. Tom Cruise locked himself in a closet. <laughs> then I pull out my gun? <laughs>
0: Do you like fish sticks? Oh, gosh.
1: Oh, I love it. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> are you gay fish? It's <laughs> a South Park fish. podcast. Yeah. Should we start a podcast where we go through oh, every episode? Yeah, the last thing <laughs> I'm going to say.
0: Episode episode. Oh, let's do it. That's like drunkening right there. We can do some South God. Park watches. Uh, the first episode I ever saw was when Cartman killed... Some crack someone's parents, and made them into a chili. And
2: Scott Tennerman. That's, that's one of like, my favorite ones. Yes.
0: Scott, Ten- or I killed I, Scott Tannerman's parents
2: or yes.
1: whatever. yeah Scott must die. That's that's probably like the number one rated episode. Yeah. I that really? I can't believe that was your first one. That's, the, that's the first the one I ever one. saw. Yeah, <laughs> so, on a fucking so
0: VHS, dude. I
2: remember that one <laughs> illegally seen recorded. That until it. I did that rewatch in college, and I was watching it. And I'm like, this is like. I remember I was like crying. I was like laughing so hard. He's
1: licking his tears at the end. Mm, yes. Yeah, the thing yeah. I love they about that away. show
2: is no matter how bad it gets, because there are some episodes where like there's some seasons that just aren't very good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I still am yeah, like I same. still I, like, <laughs> I still love this. I've always been compared to Butters, like my entire like My sister is life. Butters. Oh my god. All my friends are like, I'm your Butters. Professor. I'm butters. Chaos. <laughs> hey fellas. <laughs> hey fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> can yeah, I can talk to not you not about? Oh my God! What does he do in the streaming wars? wars? His family leaves him, and like they, they abandon him, and they they don't they push him into like a creek or something, and he like they're trying to get rid of him.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> he is so clueless. And the one where he becomes the last of the Mexicans. The last yeah. oh, of God. the Mexicans. And the white people. Oh, yes. Mantequilla. They call him Mantequilla. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Mante- Mantequilla.
0: Oh, my God. I'm trying to remember what he does to get in jail. In the future episodes, I never I haven't seen them yet. One of the first episodes I
2: did see also was the um Jennifer Lopez, the Casa Bonita. <gasps> hey,
1: I'm I'm taco. Jennifer Lopez. <inaudible> I literally have been saying that all day because my sister wouldn't shut up about getting tacos later this oh, evening. I love tacos. Taco, taco, <inaudible> perito, yeah, taco, perito. Ben, where are you going, Ben?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Miss uh, Mr. Slave versus Paris Hilton. Great episode. Oh god.
1: Okay, mando. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is that was a great post credits right there guys. Like all South Park <laughs> all the time. We'll call it at 149. All right. <clears throat> and yeah. we are